Welcome to Roll or Die. I'm Stephen Baggett, and every week I sit down with a group of friends and play Dungeons and Dragons. In our adventures, we travel through the land of Terralia, going on epic quests, fighting vicious monsters, and sometimes just trying to stay alive. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Roll or Die. Uh, if you can't tell, we are doing this live. We are streaming on Twitch. Uh, it is a special week. Uh, Extra Life is doing their campaign, and many people are playing Dungeons and & Dragons and all sorts of video games in support of getting kids the medical care that they need. So um, beneath me, if you're watching live, we have a list of um, donation character rewards, and if you hit a certain amount of donation, then that helps our characters in-game. So I'm very excited about that. I'm glad you're here, and I am just ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons. What about you guys? Yeah, so Let's ready. Go. Nice. Uh, cool. All right. Well, I'm thinking. Do we have any big announcements? Um, Don't think so. I'm all like the normal ones. Which yeah. Is all like episodes uh, one through nine are on YouTube right now for you to watch. Um, that is YouTube.com/forward/slash Stephen Baggett. No spaces. And we will be uploading uh, this onto our Anchor and other uh, other podcast platforms within the next week or two. I actually do have an announcement. Okay. So for the Extra Life money donation thing for the kids, for the Le Bonheur, Le, what is that? Le Bonheur. Le Bonheur. Yeah. Uh, for the Le Bonheur Children's Hospital, we've raised $120, but our yeah. goal was 100 so we're, we're past our goal. Yeah, we're past our goal. That doesn't mean don't donate money because these kids still need help. Yes. Yes. Um... I personally have been impacted by the Labonner's Children's Hospital. Um, they are very, they're a very special place to me, and it would just be amazing to raise as much money as we can for these kids uh, to make sure that they're being taken care of. Um, and with children in a hospital, there's a whole lot of things. Um, they there can be separation separation anxiety from like their parents and friends. So. All this money allows uh, space for them uh, to be with their family and be comfortable um, while they're being treated for their different sicknesses and disease. So, without further ado, let's dive in to this week's episode of Roll or Die. Recently in our campaign, our adventurers have been traveling through the bitter north, through the island of Ruach. Uh, you uh, woke up now about a month ago, um, wondering how you had gotten there. Um, eventually, with some um, information being passed on to you, you traveled to the most inhabited city of Ruach called Winterhaven, where you found out there were some shady dealings going on between the Red Family, the Royal Family of Winterhaven, and the Drow of the Underdark in that area. Um, after dealing with a few uh, drow inquisitors, you had um, made your way to the Duchess, who asked you to get to the bottom of what the drow were doing um, and stop them from taking the, uh, abducting the people of the city of Winterhaven. Uh, so, you went through the Howling Dale, uh, finding your way through the wilderness, 
encountering a roaming uh, white dragon, uh, oh, battling yeah. it out, and finding underneath it a shrine to Forkin's uh, deity. Um, after that, you had um, made your way into the shrine, resting for the night, and you wake up just as morning light begins to peer through the cracks of this underground shrine. I make sure Omnam is with me. Okay. Um, you you look around and you see cuddled up next to you, kind of curled into a little gray ball. Uh, you see your baby gray render, no. fast asleep. I look for my hawk. Oh wait, no. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, your hawk is not there as it has died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big old. It is buried outside, frozen. Uh, far beneath the snow. Yeah. Can I grab a bite of, you know, some morning rations and then look around for clues as to who my deity actually could be or where more shrines could be located? Okay. Um, you notice that as you're kind of looking around, you find um, uh, next to one of the large uh, dead giants that is all throughout this shrine, um, a one that's kind of clutching onto a... Uh, chest. Uh, you kind of move the hand off and you open the chest and you see in there a very rusted looking sword. Um, on it, uh, on the hilt, there's an emblem. Uh, it's like a circular emblem and there's a um, uh, fire insignia on it. And that kind of, you feel a bit of a connection towards the item. I will take it and then pray on it later as we get back on the road. I'm going to attune to my bow. Can I do that? Uh, attune to your bow? Yes. Yeah, sure. Mm. Um, it doesn't take you long to attune to your bow um, as it has the uh, harmony property. Um, and you kind of wait a moment. And after attuning to it for a while, you notice that... Um, I'll say that you're outside attuning to it. Um, and you see... Against the white snow, a small hare, uh, a white bunny, kind of hops up to you and sniffs the bow a little bit, and it kind of looks at you and then sniffs the ground and kind of hops off away into the Aww. dawning morning. That's great. That's the thing that my bow has. It's, it's, it's tiny creatures of good nature will often be attracted by it. Oh, infinite supply of food. Sweet. Oh, no. No. That's not evil. That's genius. To be to honest, to I was thinking the exact same uh, You I mean, I do not need to attune to your bow. Uh, so, yeah. how do I do that on my... It's a plus one longbow. I wouldn't say that it's boring. Mm-hmm. And then, do I need to be attuned or to the cloak? Yes, you do need to be attuned to the cloak. Okay, I'm going to try to do that. Uh, after you, uh, from the previous night and the loot that you've gotten, um, you have started attuning to each unique individual item, um, until you have kind of divvied up, uh, what you take and what you leave. Um, and, um, that is when all of you have kind of finished your long rest and, uh, have partaken in some morning ration, uh, rations, and you continue your journey, uh, to find uh, once more the stretching frozen river uh, that is the Rimmerind River that will lead you to the entrance to the Underdark. Uh, you guys get your 
uh, horses um, saddled up and connected to the carriage, and you guys begin making your way, trekking through. You notice the weather that was harsh uh, from before is now peaceful. And there seems to be a slight wind and slight breeze, but nothing like it was yesterday. Speaking of the weather, uh, I would like to cast Druidcraft in order to see what the weather looks like mm-hmm. for the next 24 hours. Uh, you notice that it is a lot clearer. Uh, more, it is more clear, uh, I should say, uh, than it had been previously when you checked. Um, you do how up to how how uh, like how many miles away can you sense the weather or? Um... I'll say that in the distance, um, as you see very far away the uh, the gray um, mountains, um, you f- you sense that there are some. Um, storm clouds that have begun to pass through from the mountains, though it is it is not heading into the valley. It looks like it's kind of situated on the mountains for now. Yeah, in which it just says uh, you create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts the, what the weather will be at yeah. your location. <clears throat> so, so uh, with that, I have a question. Yes. Can I try to reinforce Omnom's um, don't eat or put down plan? <laughs> Can you teach him to stay? D- d- all in good time. All in good time. Stay might be the, uh, the a bit hard. Stay is going to keep him from like, <coughs> wandering to, out into a battlefield and getting obliterated. Re- actually, he won't get obliterated because he's a beast. And a I'll say that is he the part if you okay. guys want to place yourselves on it. He has almost as much help as that. Uh, let's see. This guy's gonna be standing right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> the first mini of hopefully many. The host, the first mini. Of many. Wait, is that what you got? Move over there. The first mini of many. Ha ha! Oh, I'm you make me sad. I want to cool. paint him by next session. Aura, where do you want to be? Oh, he has a flail and everything. That's the point. Uh, are we in the the? Yeah, y'all are probably yep. in the carriage right here. In the carriage. Yep. Oh, that's what it was. Me and. Yeah, I'm definitely not sitting sitting next to Orkin because I have Omnom. Okay. That's a bad idea. Yep. Yep. And me and Gerard that's are on the front. No, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. not. He's it's just like keep that away from me. Wait, actually... wait. We have like a little panor. Like I just keep doing this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just, ooh, look at this fancy camera. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's oh, what oh, that is. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, you guys get into the the carriage. Begin making your way, trekking through. Um, who uh, who's ever in the front? I would like you guys to make. Um, well, first of all, who's looking out? You're looking ahead. I'm also. I'm. I mean, I'm driving. Yeah, You're driving. driving, and then I'm okay. being like. You're navigator. like the navigator. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and make me a uh, survival check as you look at the map that was given to you by the Duchess. You can do it. That's not bad. That will be a 19. A 19. Okay. That's good. Uh, yeah. You look out and you kind of look at the location of the map, and you guys have been going for about now two or three hours on the road, and. It looks like up ahead, the re-emergence of the frozen Rimmerwind River uh, is should be just up ahead, and that's when you hear a slight bump and rattle as it shifts down a little bit, and you see the river before you once oh, yeah. again. So we're going to have to cross this river? It is, it is frozen. 
Oh, well then, I am going to cast Guidance on Gerard so that he can better navigate the Frozen River. Guidance. Okay, nice. So go ahead and make me a uh, um, a make me a check with your reins. So go okay. ahead and make me a uh, let's say That'd dexterity be... check and okay. add your profic- proficiency. Okay. Yeah. And then also uh, add a d4 to it because you have guidance. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do this. Adding proficiency. Um, Could I also give him advantage? Mm, he already cast aid, so <laughs> you're kind of focused. Yes. Or that's, guidance, yeah. That's, that's ten. That's, a ten? That's ten? It's a little rough, but you're able to get onto the ice. The horses, uh, their hoofs kind of uh, slip a little bit before they catch themselves, and there's like a rattle to you that in the carts, and then you hear as it keeps going along the river. So can I make my animal handling check? Uh, what are you doing? I'm reinforcing put down. Put down? Yes. Okay. Uh, it is actually, by the time it is done, it is learned put down. Okay. So can so I start stay? You can start stay if you want to. Okay, yes. Uh, it's it's kind of crowded in the carriage, so you might, you can maybe train it in here a little bit, but it probably needs to place be a place where it's more open to be training your cup. Well, can he go walk over to Forkin and I tell him to stay? <laughs> That's a bad idea. Wait, you you want him to walk over to Forkin? And That's... then I tell him to stay, and I'm teaching him to stay. Okay. So um, there's not a whole lot of space, but he better stay because if he goes too much forward. Then... Oh, I thank you for my. I have not rolled for oh, him no. today. Oh no! <laughs> Please be oh. a good one. Please be like the bird one or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Um, he can't stop smiling. <laughs> We're all doomed. All of a sudden, uh, he kind of he kind of still groggy. Um, he's just been napping the whole way. Okay. Um, and he kind of pokes open one of his six eyes, uh, opens a little bit, kind of nuzzles your hand a little bit, and blinks two, four, five, six eyes open, and um, you notice him like kind of start shivering a little bit, okay. shaking, as he kind of backs up into your um, into your lap, just kind of like backing up, and you hear him go, ha, 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 okay. and he okay. starts flipping it's out. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's like, pet him and calm him down, and I'm gonna give him meat. And I'm gonna make me an animal handling okay. check, with advantage if you're gonna use meat. Of course I'm gonna use meat. Okay. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Okay. 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 Um, unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Yes. Yeah, you're able to calm him down a little bit, and he's just. It's okay. It's kind of got like a low growl. Um, he's just kind of looking around. I don't know. Is it the bird one? No, it's not the bird one. It's, not the, bird. it's the carriage one. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! He's in the belly of the beast right now. <laughs> it's like he barks uh. and is afraid of carriages, and I'm like, hmm, he's in one. <laughs> Great. Well, so blindfold the beast. Sucks for him. Um, yeah, he's still he's still like flipping out a little bit. He's eating the meat a little bit, but then he's just kind of like shaking a bit. Um, so you guys keep going. And eventually you you come to um, uh, a mouth of a cave, a large cave, and the river just kind of 
goes and you see actually a little bit of a little bit of water a little bit of stream kind of trickle down into it as the other part of the river kind of curves and bends around but a little bit kind of trickles off into this large mouth of the cave uh this on your map um is the entrance that was marked uh, so we forked around to the, the cave now okay nice so no, 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 these are not the torch-lit caves. Oh, no. Uh, okay. This, this is, the, these, this is the, the entrance to the Underdark. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys, after about four or five hours traveling in the day, you're able to make it across the Howling Dale um, at a great speed because of the wind not hindering you, um, and you're able to make it to the mouth of the Underdark. Yeah. No, no wait, weren't we supposed I'm to find thinking. some sort of white dragonborn village before, like, we went there? So there were two. There were two. There were two places that were notable entrances. One, the White Dragonborn Clan knew about, um, and she said, "If you want to, you can ask around." The other place that she showed you on the map was this is this is the place that we know that there's an entrance, but it's not as direct. It might take a bit longer to get to your location. So that is the one that was marked on your map. And you guys actually know of a third entrance. We do? If you remember. Those two. Oh, yeah, we do. I don't remember. I have no freaking clue where that is. No, no, the cave that y'all spent the night in when y'all found the three polar bears. That was an entrance to the Underdark. Oh. We did go deeper into the cave. Yeah. This is good. That's neat. Melvin, Hmm? uh, there's a rumbling around in one of your backpacks, and out pokes a sniffing wet... Uh, black nose, and popping out uh, behind uh, a furry white dire polar cub bear, and it just kind of uh, (laughs) sniffs around a bit, and it kind of like scrapes at you, and it's really hungry. Have you fed it? I don't recall having fed it. Oh my word! (laughs) Hey, hey, he is independent, he can feed himself. What? He's a yeah, cub. he's a resourceful little bugger. Okay, you are now his mother. That's you not... are in charge of taking care of him. And, uh, give him some dragon meat. Oh, nice. <laughs> Gonna make that polar bear strong. All right, eat those dragon meat. Cool. So While he's doing that, I would have like I'd like to state that we were on the road. I was working on fixing that sword. Fixing. Oh yeah. Fancy um, make fire. me a um. Huh. I would have definitely used you, mending to, You need to, to take like, some time to attune to it. To, like, clean it up? No, you just get the you get the feeling that this is a this is a very powerful magical weapon. Oh, like, before I was doing anything, I was going to clean it and okay. make it better. All so right, that's you begin cleaning it, taking some steel wool and uh, some um, of your grinding stones and begin to sharpen. Uh, you actually whittled down the blade a little bit, but it has now two sharp edges. It's a double-edged sword. Um... And you begin kind of taking apart the uh, most of the rust off of it until it's nice and polished. Um, and there is just a faint aura of heat when you um, wield it within your hands. If you'd like to attune to it, you can. Yeah, I will do that then. I guess. Okay. An aura of heat. An aura of heat. <laughs> hey, it's not my problem it's that you name your character for that. Um, so with that, uh, y'all, Gerard has knocked on the side of the carriage as you have approached the mouth of this 
daunting cave. See, here's the real question, though. Do we go in here and leave the carriage and horses out here because we're more than likely not going to be able to take it all the way in there? Or do we keep going forward? Can we look at the map and see where it leads? It looks like the, it looks like the carriage could fit, okay, um, especially in this larger part. Okay. However, um, it might get to a point where it is narrow. But as of now, it looks like that the path is still progressible. Melda has something to say. Let's go in there, kill what's in there, move the horses in there, and then leave them there and go further. Uh, Rondis is, is going to speak up the Black Dragonborn. Listen to his wisdom. Wait, this is the entrance, is it not? Why would we go further? Because an entrance leads somewhere. <laughs> no, I mean, no, why would we, why would we leave them here and progress? <laughs> further into the cave. Further, ah, further into the cave. That is my question. Did I not word that right? You didn't uh, word it right. I, I was so confused. What did she, you said go into the cave, kill the things, leave the horses there, and then pursue further. Into the cave. Into the cave. Those are three important words that I did not hear. Okay. I didn't say that, but they all inferred I meant that. Well, I did not. Um, okay, so, Bronis is just like, well. Jeez, geez, Wallace. Jeez. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> all right, guys. You, you better start donating. Uh, because there's a whole world of pain that I'm about to put these guys through. I, I didn't make any Wallace comment. I, um, so I would like to exonerate you, myself. Um, <laughs> so with that, I would like to have marching order. Are, are Unless y'all want to just stay inside the carriage. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's take like, Okay, so is there supposed to be another entrance that the White Dragonborn village knows? Yeah, but y'all never talk to them, so you don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why don't we go further and find them, and then, like... They're all in Winterhaven. Oh. Yeah. You misunderstood what the Duchess had said. Yeah. Yes, that She says, go into the city and talk to them, because they've all... Remember, they migrated. Yeah, they were all in the city, yeah. so we missed that chance. So this is... This is the do or die moment. This is... I mean, that's fine. No, I... Trust me, I completely misunderstood. So, yeah. is this the cave Those, where they so... found the polar bears in? No, this or is, is that another cave? No, that was in the Wait, glass no. forest. Okay, this is so. a completely different cave that y'all have never encountered before. Uh, this is, is there grass Halloween. outside? Grass? Actually, if we feed the horses goodberry, we could keep them outside. Why would I we keep berry. them outside? Because if we they it's a cave. You could you could prepare a couple of good Yeah, but it'll be warmer that, in the cave. That also this is, is like a scenario yeah, but that these are also mountain horses. These like, are the horses that are used to these in like this environment. And this is the cave that is the I want to start walking into the cave. Okay, cool. <laughs> Melvin walks into the cave. Yeah. Melvin you, walks into the cave. You start progressing through the cave. Yeah, I'm going to situate the horses in the carriage, because that's our way out. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm only going into the first area, cool. seeing if there's anything in there, and then moving the horses in there. Who all has, like, good berry and stuff? Make me a, um, a perception check, Melvin, okay, so as you go in to look around. Well, I mean, I also have two berries. 17. Oh, I have two berries. A 17. All right. Uh, you walk down for a bit, um, probably about a good 40 feet, until you find a, uh, a, a kind of opening, a large room, where there's still a faint bit of light from outside that peers in. Uh, you look around. There seems to be a very large boulder um, 
there where the continue kind of where the path curves around it and continues downward. Okay. Uh, you also see there is a section in this main area that's kind of uh, off of the rest. Um, it's kind of you have to duck down just a little bit to get through, but um, it looks just like a um, a small cave like area. I'm gonna put a little bit of the blood on the sword. Okay. And look around. Any monsters? It's hard to see because it's it's kind of darker. Um, but as you can tell in this area, there do not seem to be any disturbances at all. Can I light a torch? Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll all light right. my torch. You light you light your torch, and um, you do notice uh, that um, instead of snow on the ground. Uh, you see just the stone and bits of earth, um, and you see very well by this very large boulder a path that continues downwards. That's that's much more narrower. Uh, you don't think that the okay. that the horses, well, the horses may be able to, but the carriage won't be able to fit down in there. The floor is dirt. Uh, yeah, floor, stone and some dirt. All right, I want to set up the torch so uh, that it's standing. I'll say you can get some a couple of boulders and rocks together, kind of make a little spot in the ground where you can situate the torch to kind of stay there. All right. And then I'll go back out to them. Okay. Cool. You walk back out. Mm-hmm. You seem to be situating some things and talking to one, st- uh, one another. Uh, so, Stephen, good question for you about spell known as Goodberry. With the spell of Goodberry... Do the rest of the berries that are made from the one berry disappear after like an amount of time, or do they stay there and pretty much, if you have one berry, you have an infinite supply of berries? They might spoil, but... They They are magical berries. That is true. Um, After 24 hours, the berries lose their potency. But they are still there. Correct? They're still there. But they're still berries. Uh, but it just won't. It would just be a regular berry at that point. It would lose its magical. Correct. Um, so yes, essentially. Yeah, it would still be there. Like they don't disappear, but they just don't get the limbus yes. bread effect. But we can cast it multiple times. I'm gonna to make trademark that. A large amount of berries <laughs> that horses That's could potentially eat. Mm. The biggest concern is is that we. You will could go leave and- some rations as well. The biggest concern is that ration, we some of the dragon meat. Go down there. Horses, horses eating dragon meat? Hey, in desperate times, they'll eat anything. You're not wrong. In desperate times, wrong. we have a pile of berries for them. Yeah. But either also, way, the, big, the largest concern is, is we go down there, and we end up staying there for a week mm-hmm. instead of one day, and as such can't get back out, which is why I was asking if the village was nearby, so that way we'd have a place to stow them. That was a little bit more safe. Melvin, uh, I... Didn't get you to do this. Make me a perception check oh, with the with the torch being on from when you were in the cave. Twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, you notice that in in one of the walls there seems to be um, carved out cool stuff. Um, some uh, elven on the wall. That you you just remembered. That. I was gonna say I don't know what elven looks like, but it's I know I can't read words. it. Yeah, on the wall. You gonna tell somebody about it? <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna walk out. Guys, big cave. Horses can fit in there. No monsters. Weird scribbling on the wall, worse than Rupert writes. Just, you know. Scribbling on the wall? What, what type? 
Ah, who am I asking? <laughs> well, I'm going to take a look. I'll go with you. Very well. I'll start leading the horses in the carriage in. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hop back in then. Cool. Uh, you guys eventually <laughs> shift into the cave, and you see upon uh, a torch-lit wall uh, a bit of elven uh, carved into the wall. It's a name. What name is it? Amir Varus. Amir Varus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what does it say? What does it say again, Stephen? Amir Varus. It's a name. Amir Varus. And that's when you hear a sound as a slender gentleman with a well-cut suit. Um, you see some golden circlets on his wrist, a, um, a long pulled back dark hair into a ponytail. Um, <laughs> An elven, uh, uh, elven um, features, uh, brown hazel eyes, um, and he uh, uh, kind of is a few inches above the ground before he hits the floor, and he goes, <clears throat> "Well, he- oh, uh, hello! I have been requested. Have I not? Someone called my name. I heard them." What language uh, is he speaking right now? He is speaking common. Okay, cool. When what are you? Oh, hello. Um, well, hello. <laughs> your friend has called my name. I am a, just a simple elf, really. Um, many people come through here, and I'm a businessman. In fact, I, I see you have a carriage and two horses. I can take care of those, uh, keep them safe until you return for a small amount of a deposit, uh, charged with interest if you don't come back with the amount of time that you've signed for me, um, and I'll make sure that they are kept safe for you. He's using a lot of big words. Just tell Let's me how many dragons, knuckles, talents you have. Uh, don't worry about the rest, all right? Um, I will take a, a good deposit and take care of your things while you go and explore the wondrous world of that horrible, horrible place known as the Underdark. Can I roll insight on every single word that's dropping from his lips? You can surely try. <laughs> can I cast Identify on him? That's a 21, Steven. 21? Is this a businessman, or is he some sort of con artist? Um, I mean, he's an, he, an elf just appeared out of nowhere yes. in a nice tuxedo. Yes. Tuxedo. So what you're saying is he is uh, a con and, man. And he's just, like, that's, you're just kind of like, what the crap is that? Yes. Um, he doesn't, his words are very fast, remind you of a certain someone, but as uh, far as I know, he looks pretty legit. The gold circlets he's wearing, very much indeed, as you can tell, they are gold. And what would be your price? Well, it depends what I'll be holding for you. Uh, you know, if there's dangerous things, huh, we had a few basilisk eggs uh, last week. Now that was hard to manage. Oh, but they were tasty. <coughs> very tasty. Anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so I would need to inspect uh, things that you want to keep, things that you want to take. And then I will happily store those away in a special little place. Horse. And when you see my name again, you call my name and I will swiftly deposit them. Horses and carriage and pretty sure that's mostly it. Well, what is in the carriage? I need to make sure that I, and instantly there's another, as a contract appears in his hand and there's a bunch of blank uh, pieces. Oh, no, I, don't like I need to make sure that I account for everything that I am keeping track of. That way you 
and I can keep each other accountable on what I am watching over. Can I hit him? Anything that's no. not kept accountable for could disappear. And I want to make sure that that does not happen. As the means of me uh, holding these things, um, I must have a specific detailed list if I'm ordered to call them back. I feel like he's got an affair. How much more just a carriage and two horses? A carriage and two horses. Well, that's not very exciting. Uh, I'll, let me write those down. Um, write something down. And then he licks the tip of his feather and flicks it, and it kind of floats in the air and then comes back very slowly, and you see it dart towards the end of the contract and scribble out something and then land in his hand again. Let's see here. That would be um, uh, tw- uh, 15 gold per day. And if we paid you more than the expected amount, let's say I paid you a week's worth, but I came back after four days, would you give me the three days that you did not have to worry about it? Uh, sure, I suppose. Uh, we, I usually just um, count the days until I'm summoned back, and then I just uh, multiply that by the daily rate. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Uh, let's be generous here. Though I would say that taking a horse and an empty carriage, um, it's, well, it's not beneath me, but... Uh, I think it's a kind of an odd request. He's I mean. not touching Ram now. Well, of course not. No, 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 no. <clears throat> so, anything else, or is it just a empty carriage and two horses? You want something interesting, you say? Well, not for me, but I notice that usually carriage hold things that are very heavy, and if not, you might be um, encumbered by such things. Such as bodies, yes. Moving from town to town. Body? You... What? One, two, three, four, five. Our oh. bodies is what he's speaking of. Oh, okay. Six. Well, talk amongst oh. yourself. I'm waiting Seven right here. And figure out what the, you would like me to keep for you. I honestly don't think they're going to take this. I, do we really need to do this? We, I mean, listen, last week we had two Bessel's eggs and Dragonhide. Well, then do you want to a carriage, two horses, really? Is that all? If he harms the polar bear, I get to kill him, right? Yes. 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 You most certainly can try. Ah, yes. Have you made a consensus amongst yourselves? You will also watch after Sebastian. Oh, and wow. Very cute. If you touch him, I'll kill you. Um, okay. But you will feed him. <laughs> I'm sure I can arrange for it to be fed. And the horses, um, uh, I will make sure, that will be a little bit more expensive because I'll have to add in mill for the small cub here. Anything else that I can take? May we add a stipulation? Uh, well, I'm certainly intrigued. These, this, these horses, this carriage, they belong to the Red family of Winterhaven. Actually, they belong to us. They do, but wouldn't we want them returned if we die or something? That would probably be preferable. Uh, yeah. Cool. How much time? I didn't think this through until I started. We don't make it back within like X amount of period. Yeah. If, that's what I was a month. If we don't make it back. Oh, I'll hear about it if you don't make it back. Exactly. Therefore, if we don't make it back and you hear that we do not make it back, 
they are to be returned to those we bought it from, the Red Family of Winterhaven. The Red Family, uh, Winterhaven. Ah, okay, yes, of course, I can do that. Very well, that's all I have to say. You see that there has been a smaller necklace that has been hidden underneath Vesk's own. He pulls it off, and it's just a simple leather rope that holds this strange-looking tooth, similar to uh, the dragon teeth that we have. Take care of this. Very well. Puts on a small little black glove and takes it and begins to fold it up in some nice, um, uh, like, paper, um, like a paper, and he takes a little um, twine, wraps around it. And uh, if I do not come back, big stipulation, if I do not come back, please have that sent to a half-elf in Zing named Yuki. Zing. That requires a um, it's certain amount of money that I will give back to you uh, if you come back, but if you do not... That should be perfectly fine. About how much would you say? Zing? 80 dragons at least. Gold terms, please. Uh, that is gold. Dragon is gold. I'm sorry, you must be from Zing. And here we have little dragons imprinted on our currency. Uh, for the gold ones. Mm. We call those dragons. Terribly sorry, yes. You said 80? 80. Shall be easily done. And uh, for the rest of our things, about how much would you save per day? Uh, it would be uh, 20, 27 per day. Okay, 27 plus the 80 multiplied by two weeks, which should be 14 days. That will be 458 gold for you, good sir. Very well. And this is for yeah. two weeks, and when you come back, if it's less, I will give you your any difference in the days, and if it's more, then I will charge you before you can get your products back. Perfectly agreed. Very well. If you will stand back from your belongings, please. I hand him the money first. I stand back and I grab all now in my hand. A, a, and I dive a, in a bit game. more back. Excuse okay. me. Just back make, make some room, please. Thank you. He takes out a small wand and he says something under his breath, and you see um, the carriage and the horses just sink into the ground until there's nothing but just the stone floor. Well, pleasure doing business with you. As Have a wonderful you. journey. And he disappears. He's so crazy. I love it. Tis a curious fellow indeed. That was or, amazing. Uh, you love it? <laughs> I don't like any of it. I was like, what are we going to do with the carriages? And Stephen's like, aha. So, Amir, okay, can you spell that out? Because, uh, am I correct in saying A M I R V A R I S? I mean, we can read it on the wall, so then. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, um, with that, do you all continue forward? Yes. Yes. Most yes. well, certainly. Pull out a torch, Druidcraft, and I am making sure that well, my footprints that are left behind are that of Drow. Very well. So, right. deep, deep, deep into the ground you tunnel, until above you, the sky becomes dark gray, unmoving stone, dirt, and shadow. The steps lead downwards. You spend the next three hours traveling downwards through the tight corridors 
underneath unmovable boulders and crawling through muddied waters. Eventually, you come to the edge of a large cavern filled with a long, dark silence. As Vesk and Melvin, you have your torches. Naturally. Um, step a little bit into the room. You see illuminated before you a cave. This cave is 180 feet from one side of the cave to the other. The walls of this cave have um, light, kind of reflective um, scrape marks across them. In the southeast corner of the cave, you see some things, some trinkets, and what looks to be maybe some tools and a chest, um, some things that are kind of littered across the floor. Um, you also see to the east of the cave, which you guys are coming from the north, so you are looking southwards into the cave. To the east, you see a large um, opening and a tunnel that shoots off to the east direction. You also see on the west side of the cave, there's a large uh, boulder uh, that looks like it maybe has some kind of marking on it. With that, what would y'all like to do now that y'all are at the forefront of this cave? So, big cave. Big cave. And then on the east, there is a... Which would be to your right. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, from your point of view, as you walk in, east is left. Yeah, so. Well, no, east would be right from our point of view. Or at least from this point of view that I'm yeah. writing down. Yeah, so you, you guys have been going southward, and then that's when you enter into it. Mm. So. Yep, okay, so there's a cave, another cave that shoots off mm -hmm. on the eastern side. And it doesn't have any openings to go further. No, it does have an opening that shoots off to the It east. looks like it trails off. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to cast guidance on myself and then look for. I, I'd like just look around, see if there are any okay. threats. Okay, make me a perception check. 16. Ooh, wait, I forgot to add the. Unnatural 20. Sure. Okay. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. All right. So, as you scan the room, entering it. Which you got a 20? Mm -hmm. You hear, as you make your way south and then curving towards that large rock um, that has uh, marks against it, you see dwarvish text. Um, you see just around the other side, there is a hole in the earth next to the rock that leads downwards. There's a, there's a, a dilapidated ladder that is sticking through that that leads downwards into dark. And you hear just ever so softly a small, some kind of sound, like um, just a small beating here and there. Like a heart Small shift in the rock. More like a beating of some kind of drum. As if... And does it feel like it's coming from below us or just in the room that we are in? Uh, it feels like as you kind of like get near to that rock and you see the, the path that leads downwards, uh, there seems to be that in that direction, there seems to be some bit of sound, as in this room is completely 
quiet, there seems to be some bit of life, some bit of movement down there. You don't know how far, how many uh, feet, but there seems to be something. Would I recognize the beating? Because I've been here before. Do you go up to the large rock with the text on it? Yes. Um, the beating has momentarily kind of faded, um, but you do see that there is a ladder. Um, let's see here. Leaning against the rock is a ladder that leads down a tiny manhole um, on the east side of the room. Um, so if you want to try to... that seems like there's another way out. Uh, there's like a different passageway that kind of leads downwards. Um, uh, and the text on the rock is that of... the script of the text is dwarvish. Okay. However, do any of you... what what languages do you two know? I don't know. It's not dwarvish. Oh. That's just the that's just the script of it. I mean, it could be dwarvish, but uh, it could be in multiple other things. Gotcha. There's a lot of different languages that use dwarvish text. Celestial, common, draconic, and primordial. Common, draconic, elvish, and undercommon. Hmm. Common, giant, and infernal. Common, draconic, giant, ignorant, and primordial. Nope. Uh, you notice that it looks, it looks like the dwarvish text, and next to each one there is a group of tally marks that have been scraped into the stone. Number Days without incident. Uh, what else are the rest of you doing around into the large room? Is there anything else except for the boulder and the winding path? There's also a bit of, as you get closer, um, you see there seems to be some things lying on the ground in the south side of the room. Some okay. tools or equipment of some sort. We'll go ahead and check that out. What is that? Okay. Um, as you get closer, uh, you see that lying on the cave floor is a pickaxe next to a broken lantern and a book. What's the book? You open the book. Seems to be a diary of some kind. Um, the language that in that, that's in that book is the same language that is carved into the stone. You also see intermingled in there is also the very cur um, um, curvy, kind of loopy uh, writing of Elvish. So there's both Elvish and the Dwarven script in it. Uh, Gerard, I have something of interest for you, slightly. Uh, Grandis, do you care to know what any of that nonsense is? <laughs> nice. Bless you. Thank you. And then I hold out the diary and hand it to Gerard, as I hope Grandis is looking and trying to interpret the regiment uh, fingers on the stone. Grandis yes. uh, is, um, he looks at it for a moment and goes, I know Dwarfish, but I do not know this language. It could be uh, uh, Gnomish. I do believe they use a dwarvish text. Do you understand what the letters even are? Well, obviously, the the strange markings next to it are numbers. Three, the first six. one is... And does, that's not exactly what I have on there. Uh, the first one has eight. The, the second line under it, that has three. But I don't know what the texts are before it. It could be... Well, I mean, you're a wizard. Do you happen to have any spell prepared or some sort of shenanigans like that that could perhaps help you understand? 
I know I don't. Like something that can help you comprehend nothing. All right. <laughs> what is that book that you have? I currently have it to draw it. It had some uh, similar writing to that, so probably more gnomish, but it also had Elvin. We could use it then to try to try to understand this language. Very well. I hand him the, the diary because I would assume the Elvin is kind of I, it's not really going to help me understand much of it, is it? Um, it could be breaking a code. Uh, he takes a moment and looks at it, reading, and goes, ah, Well, this is lucky. It looks like whoever was writing this uh, were writing the same thing in two different languages. So if we know the meaning in Elvish, we might be able to understand what is written on this rock here. That is Wait. you. I speak. You speak Elvin. I, I do not. Okay, so what does Elvin say? Uh, you. It'll take you about an hour to try to just read along and and kind of understand because it's basically like having English and Spanish next to each other, oh. like phrases, and you're trying to pick out which words in Spanish mean what in English and okay. see if there's any that are matching the rock. Gotcha. So it's gonna take you a good time if you want to start doing that. I I will start doing that. And while he does that, I will go ahead and go to the entrance that juts off from this room, not from which we came, but from which we more likely go to, okay. and just keep an eye out down the hole and keep an ear out. Down the manhole? No, not the manhole, but like the cave as it goes down. Oh, the other passage? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Did so as you step towards that passageway, you, um, peeking through the passageway, you can a faint light can be seen. You kind of look down, it kind of bends around and goes downwards, and you can see a, a faint bit of light, source of light somewhere. Yeah. Currently not. I know. Currently do I, know. I, I want to speak up. No, Vernon. Do you care to come with me? I might be able to use some muscle power. Yeah, all right, but I have something to do when I get back. Oh, no. Perfectly <laughs> understand. So, uh, I am going to... So, Melvin, there's a light down here. However, I think it'd be best if we not be noticed. So, perhaps we go down here stealthily. <coughs> yes. And then report back to the party what we see. With that, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay. And include him in it. What does that give me again? Plus 10 to your stealth. On top awesome. of your already yeah. log. I yeah. love that Got it. Yeah. Yep. So, um, you guys begin making your way down the corridor? Yep. Alright. Uh, you make your way down there, and as the tunnel bends and twists around, you see the source of these lights. Can we roll stealth? Oh, you, you, you want to go down there stealthily? Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's, 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 that's why we pass without trace. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> 30. Yeah. And then for myself, 29. Okay. Uh, you bend around and you see um, a beautiful sight to behold. Um, so we're going to phase back now. Yes, okay. perfectly understandable. Um, so you're spending time, Gerard, to kind of interpret that. Make me an intelligence check. I will cast some guidance on that. Okay. As Vrondis, the knight, and... Um, Forkin are kind of around that same rock. Is that intelligence? Yep. Okay. 
16. 16? Yes. After taking some time with the book, um, really only takes you about a good 30 minutes. Um, you, you're able to kind of interpret what's on the rock, and it says, town, eight miles. Pits, three miles. And it's and it's like a sign above the manhole. Okay. So it's kind of a direction of saying how far the mile. You're not there, Vesk. Can okay. I um, teach Omnam to stay as this is all happening? Ah, okay. Make me a uh, animal handling check. Uh, it said town eight miles, pits three. Mm-hmm. Oh no! It was so close. It was so so close. I'm terribly sorry. I'm um, just assuming that whenever 11. we get back from our excursion. Eleven? Mm-hmm. You're assuming that you get back. Eleven? Uh, he is being very <laughs> rebellious at the moment. Okay. Um, and he is going over, and he is um, sniffing at the pickaxe, and he is sniffing all across. You notice that where the pickaxe is, there's a little s- small indentation in the wall that's been kind of uh, picked at. And he begins sniffing around in it. Kind of like sniffs the pickaxe and sniffs the wall a little bit. It looks like the pickaxe was used to mine some type of material, maybe. Okay. Can I um, try to figure out what they were mining? Ooh. Well, like insight? It would be nature. Nature. Or nature. That too. Why? Why? You want to use your inspiration? No, I don't care about this as much. Okay. <laughs> that was the DM telling you, hey, this is kind of important. I'm just saying, you know, you... <laughs> that would be a good use of inspiration. Okay, I'll use my inspiration then. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Do I roll again then? Yep. Yeah. Did you roll it with a... I would have used my inspiration on on not to stay. Um, you see that the vein has not been completely um, depleted. So uh, as he kind of sniffs at it a little bit, you see where the pickaxe was, each strike was going into it, and you see um, there's a bit of a faint shimmering light uh, that is reflective when you get near it. And it is a, it's almost like a, a beautiful, clear, um, mineral and you remember that in your fair uh and the like the um the traders market back in winterhaven that that someone was selling this Mm -hmm. um this material is known as mithril it is a very rare type of steel that is found in um usually um far, far to the south or far, far to the north because of its temperament and how it's created in extreme weathers. Okay. That's pretty cool. Hey, Forkin, guess what Omnom just found? What? He just found Mithril. Uh, Forkin's eyes get a little bit wider. Yeah. Come back down again. Nani! That's pretty good. I'm going to walk over there. I'm going to walk over there and inspect that for myself and then just, I'm going to town. I'm mining that. Make up. me a yeah, smithing check. Um, it, so either use, um, roll a d20 yep. and either use your intelligence or your wisdom. Okay. I'm going to uh, 
cast guidance. Guidance on myself as well. Okay. Uh, this is more of him to kind of try to check out if he knows this. Okay. Uh, I'm, okay, uh, since I've decoded this thing, mm-hmm. uh, Rondis, I figured out, uh, I've, I've cracked this code. It appears that this is a, a marker of sorts. It's saying that the, there's a, some sort of town in eight miles, and pits is all it says for the for, for the other one, and it's three miles away. Well, at least now we have two different paths that we can divulge from. Very good job. Pits, that sounds kind of dangerous. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah, this is actually a really nice... Um, you see most of the walls have been extracted now that you're kind of looking around, but this is... There's still a little bit to be harvested from there. Mm. I didn't mind this. If you want to spend um, some time mining with your pickaxe, you can do that to, to get some of the ore. This is mithril. I need this. I mine it. Okay, or make me a um, a strength check. Also, you're welcome. You can use your proficiency because I'll say as part of smithing tools and like knowing what minerals to use when crafting, you have a certain idea of, okay, I know that ore is supposed to be shaped like this and this Mm -hmm. is how you extract the ore. So shrink check with your proficiency. Sick. Is that a cantrip? Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a nice cantrip. No, I thought it was like, you know, for like, that's very I'm gonna be dexterous. 21. 21. I'm a finesse. Uh, you, you, you uh, harvest it until it's dry. Um, you get a. It, uh, it's. The, the pickaxe is a little awkward because it's, it's smaller than yeah. you're used to. Um, but um, you, you mine it and you get a good bit. I would say probably. It's weird because you extract the vein, but then you have to actually go yeah. through the process of burning off all the impurities out of it. That so comes along more in the it's, it's, process. It's it's pretty it's pretty large amount, you know, it's a good solid like eight or nine pounds, but you're oh, thinking yeah. once you boil the Refine impurities it. down, it'll be a much smaller amount. But still, mithril is yeah. mithril. And that'll go in the party. So as y'all are doing here. this in the room, Vesk and Gerard, or Vesk and Melvin, Melvin. Uh, you lead down to the path, and you see um, um, the the source of these lights, and it is definitely something that you might want to tell the others about, or show them, for sure. What is the source of the lights? Well, I don't want to kind of tell you guys, because it's a thing that, it's a thing that if I tell you two, then everyone's gonna want to run down there and like save. Yeah, that. so so I'm just saying, you get them and then, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Do I mean, that was our plan. You okay. Come back and tell us, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. After Depends. going what down the path, it you takes about leave. 18 minutes to get down there, and then another 18 to get back to the party. Okay. Okay. That's about right. Because we were, I was reading a book for 30 minutes. And I'm mining. So. You were teaching. I'm not. Uh, you guys see Melvin and Gerard come back from the passageway. Did you know you- 
you switched it up, Melvin? Sorry, sorry, guys. Vesk, Vesk wasn't there at all. <laughs> Vesk and Melvin died. Um, come back. Not surprised. Um, and y'all are just like, y'all are like, this is something that the party should see. Is it something to fight? At least tell me no, that. No, 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 no. It's something that is really, really beautiful. And really like, okay, what is this about though? Like, this is something that like, I don't know what this is. We need to get a bunch of eyes looking at this thing. Okay. More eyes. I won't kill it. So I, I as did. you guys are kind of waiting, uh, you see Vesk and Melvin come back up through the passageway. Put the ore in the bag. Uh, okay. What ore? How many? I mean. It's a chunk of ore that is weighs like nine pounds. And nine what did you find? pounds of mithril. It. It's one of those things that it's better for me to show you than for me to explain it. I'm intrigued, at least. I'm going to be very cautious when reading because this is basically hell without the flame, but... Of course. Let's go. Um, since we're back here in this circle, there's one thing Melvin needs to do. Okay. He adds another tally mark to the one with three. There's not one with three, but I get what he you're He adds saying. the tally mark to the lowest one. Okay, make me a. Why? Make because me a dexterity check. Dex check. You have enough strength to ply through this boulder, but <laughs> it's the dexterity to make sure that it looks like. Okay, let's see. I would honestly even say deception. Deception. Deception to be Is like, how how good can, can I make this look? But what if he doesn't? He doesn't realize that he's trying to deceive anyone. He just knows there's tallies. They didn't fill him in on what that meant. Oh, he well, didn't this make a dexterity check? Because you're trying to line it up to make it look like... <laughs> Good. Nat 20. Wow. Uh, you guys are kind of gathering around as Melvin kind of walks over and just... And now there's another, there's another mile added. I don't know where that mile came from, but it's in there now. Morgan just... <laughs> pulls a finger up and... Doesn't worry about yeah. it. Feel yeah. the earth just like <laughs> it gets longer. Yeah. Yeah. Belvin was here. <laughs> he most certainly was. He most certainly was. <laughs> so you guys go down. Oh, Steven? Yes. Do you want to have your phone still out for free? It is out. But like over here. Oh, it's right there. Oh, it's, okay. Hi. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so, you guys go down the passageway, um, and you begin to see a faint light. Um, and it's hard to see now with the extra torches. Um, like, at first, when you peeked in, you just kind of peeked in and you saw the light, but with the torches, you can't even see the light. Um, yeah, I'm going to use Druidcraft to put out the lights. All right. Uh, the torch light goes off. And immediately, it's hard to adjust, but once you adjust, you see a small light. Um, you get closer until you see... Uh, let's see here. You guys see uh, a small, long cave. Upon entering this cave, you see thousands upon thousands of shining lights twinkling against the black sky of the cave. Each blue twinkle suspended like stars above on a moonless night. <laughs> Stop putting your axe up to, to hit things. Give me. 
The way you're um, Each one has its own little performance as they light up the room with a faint glow. On closer inspection, they seem to be more of a teardrop shape. A long, translucent line trails off upwards into the darkness. Don't touch anything. You see before you, amongst these kind of suspended stars, um, there is a small pathway between clumps of, uh, of dark moss that has grown in the presence of this light. It's pretty. I can continue forward. Oh, okay. Um, you continue forward like you're... Okay, cool. So you continue forward. Um, as you do, um, and you see the stars, these tiny little beautiful um, glowing lights. Um, you begin walking forward and just inspecting one, kind of getting close and looking at it. It's absolutely beautiful. It's like a teardrop shape with multiple endless lighting of this blue little galaxy inside each one. And there's a... And it sticks onto your face. And five more begin sticking onto like large sticky webs as you see them like tendrils reach down and grab. No, Melvin, don't hit that. No, Melvin, that's uh, bad. No, Melvin. (laughs) Dang it. You know what? If you guys just let me do what I wanted, we wouldn't be in this situation. Guys, it's okay. No one's doing anything. I said, said, don't touch it. Gerard did say don't touch anything. I said don't touch anything. And if you hit it, it might have stuck it up to your sword and stuff. That's fair. But, but, but don't get close. All right. So uh, with that, 20 to 25. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. 15 to 20. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's really? one of those. All right. Uh, 10 to 15. 14. 14. Is that the highest? Okay. It's more than mine. Oh, yeah, it's more than mine. <laughs> what is yours? 11. Melvin. 13. 13. Wait, this is the second wait. time you've beat the ranger on initiative. No, wait, no, what are you doing? That's not me. All right, chill out. <laughs> chill out. It's not the end of the world. I'm just putting things in initiative. Okay, uh, okay, so after Matt, uh, it is going to be... I didn't even turn? know what I was talking about, but I knew what I was talking about, I guess. All right, and then um, Jacob and Adriana, what'd you get for initiative? I got an at one. Oh, so that's which is a six. Like way down here. And I it's got a seven. Six. All right, cool. It's a six altogether. I, I, and I got a seven. No, no. Wow. No, no, no. If right. not 20, is don't give us um, any basic, right. then one's for um, sure. Getting too close uh, uh, triggers one of these small little filaments yes. to stick and yes, latch onto you, Aura. Um... And as you see this moving sound, as you look up in the black night sky, begins to move as you see these geometric shapes come forward, down descending upon these small, long lines. Um, You see these odd spider-like creatures, but they have plates like a lobster, but it's gray and dark. Oh no! You see these odd, uh, mandibled creatures, crustacean-like, but also spider-like as they begin dropping down you see extending from all their mouths those long filaments like lures to attach onto enemies all right um jalen yeah uh you are first as you see 
You see six of these. What did I say? <laughs> you see six of these cave fissures become descending <gasps> down onto Aura. No, I would no, like no. you to yes. roll initiative. I already, already did. did. We already did. Or I would like you to attack, I'd or like whatever you want to do. It's your turn. Again. All right, cool. Um, are they low enough to hit? <laughs> uh, they're all, they're currently, like, all over Aura. Oh. So what you're saying is I should better swing Ooh. accurately. Yes, you better <laughs> swing accurately. Cool. So, yeah, no. first off, rage. Okay. Reckless attack. Okay. <laughs> one of the finger things. Okay. Cool. I don't care which one. All right, go one ahead. Near me, hopefully. Oh, yes, the one on on her, obviously, but. It's got a butt face. <laughs> it does have a butt face. All right, that would be a twenty-eight. A twenty-eight. How is that? The hit. That is going to hit. Roll damage. It's got teeth. Lots of teeth. Plus nine. 18 damage. 18 damage. All right. Yeah, that's it. It is not dead. Then I hit it again. Okay. <laughs> you keep hitting it again. You notice that the hit uh, carves into one of its like shells, like armored shell shells around it. That's planing against 18. its body. 18 again. All right. No, 18 to hit. Oh, sorry. Roll damage. Oh, definitely hit. <laughs> 19 this time. 19. Okay. It is still alive. You monster. All right. Um, as the rest begin to descend on you, Aura, you see four of them begin just going at you, begin wrapping you up in uh, even thicker uh, uh, little filaments uh, as they um, adhere to every bit of you as you're almost rendered completely um, bound by these long, sticky stretches of beautiful starlit starlit webs um they are going to attack you oh crap that's a lot of attacks i'm gonna take actual damage in a fight guys you shouldn't yeah. sound so happy about that <laughs> hey, hey for once i'm not the meat shield i actually have a danger of like not okay uh, a she lot of those hit taken, um, like, three attacks as they begin uh, clawing you with their long serrated pincers. One of them specifically with a very large left pincer rolled a nap 20 against oh, no. you towards Aura. <laughs> All right. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you take um, uh, nine slashing damage and then for the nat 20... Ooh. Hey! Scar! Scar! I didn't have Scar! Scar! Somebody else Scar! 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 You take 14 slashing damage, damage, and um, as it slashes across your lower torso, you hear uh, as the blades stick into you. You hear as you and you you lose your breath for a little moment. And you realize the a, a, like an intense pain in, where your ribs are. Broken bones. You have broken ribs. This is great. All right, the other two are going to um, go towards you, um, Melvin, trying to be defensive and, and um, like um, get you to back away as they crawl across the ground. Um, so there are six total. Yes, there are six total. Yeah, I'd like to stay. Three of which are on. 
a reckless attack. Four, yes, I four, did. Okay, uh, so the first one goes up and hits with both of his, and then the second one, uh, all four of those hit. Okay. Melvin's like, Were you working? Yeah. Oh, okay. You take uh, 22 slashing damage. But then half of that? Yep. Half of that, so 11. All right. Uh, with that, Joey, it is your turn. Can I go after the webs? Go after the webs? You like, like start attacking the webs? Try to get her out of there. Um, or you, attack a, thing. Uh, you would basically just try to like grab, grab onto her and just get her back to because the way that they're doing is they're dragging her off into uh-huh. where all the webs are. No, so you gotta no, no. grab her and pull her so it'd be like a strength check. Yeah, we're not doing a strength check. Or you Anybody could but me can kill, do a strength her. Check. kill them, not her. Yeah. Um, okay. I know what I meant. I... Or you can or you can be, use your turn to aid her. So that when it's her turn, no, she has range, advantage on getting free. Please remember, Aura is friends. Okay, I actually am gonna set Hunter's Mark on one of the um, one of the cave fishers. Yeah. And I'm gonna go shoot with my boat. Okay. Do you want to do the one that uh, he attacked earlier? Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so... Focus fire! If if people hadn't told Melvin not to hacky slash things, then he would have walked in first, tried to hit one. Actually probably done some damage. Then he would have been first on the initiative, been able to break through free with his strength check. There's a reason why Melvin What'd you get? Want to go 27. 27, that's going to hit Let as you pull back on your guys. bow. I know what and doing. your bow lights up a very soft, glowing light in comparison to the, the, the oh, blue light. And you loose your arrow as it goes soaring into uh, loose space between one of its long shells. Mm-hmm. It's crustacean armor. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Nice. Anything else on your turn? Uh, well, I'm shooting yeah. again because I have a second attack. Uh, that's a 28. <laughs> 28, that's going to hit as well. Again, you find that same spot. Loose the arrow and the arrow almost right next to each other. 16. 16 damage. Are you shooting the same one that Melvin Yeah, I'm shooting the same one that Melvin uh, This time, as you loose it, you hear a, like, a quick... And it falls, rolls over on its back, and curls in in its oh, little hallelujah. dead form, as you have killed one of the cave fishers. <laughs> one death. Okay. All right, Five. Matt, it is your turn. All right, uh, I'm going to move past Adriana, or Aura, so that okay. that I'm stepping in front of her, um, and the webs are still pulling her backwards. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna breath attack into that. And so like you're like so there's like a path that swerves through this cave with all the things around it. You kind of get in front of her on that path and just light it up. Yeah. All right. Um, as you do, I don't, don't even need you to roll damage. Um, as uh, the path lights up and almost like um, just completely incinerates, opening up the path before you. So there's no like webs or anything. There's still webs on the side of the caves, but the ones that are above the path have been completely cleared out. Okay, does, does the fire spread up to the ones trying to pull her in? Um, I'll say, of... what what saving throw is it? Burn it should be a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Not get your little appended burned off. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, so it's able to, the flames flicker up into three of them. So go ahead and roll. <laughs> Red for fire. Burn, 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 burn. So are the webs around me burned away? Um, a few of them are, yes. Uh, six fire damage. Six fire damage. Actually, no, no, it's fine. All right. Uh, with that, uh, Vrondis is going to go forward, and he takes his orb, and he goes up, and he grabs onto his orb as you see him pull out a blade of shadow as he approaches... Um, next to um, the ones that you just hit. They they fall from the ceilings trying to furiously get off the flames. He just goes whoosh, whoosh, onto the two of them. Yeah. And they both hit. So that's going to be a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. Wow. No, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> Better put some tape flex on that. <laughs> Now fix it up with spray. I saw this part. <laughs> All right, as he strikes into both of them and uh, chops off one or two of the long, um, spindly legs that it has before they kind of recoil back, almost completely into the shadows, as he gets to ready to attack them again. Um, at this point, Jacob, yes, it is Vesk's turn. Okay, so first things first. Uh, how far up are these things um, that are trying to pull her up still? Because there are like two that are... The ones that's... that are pulling her up... Um, well, there's still one that's trying to pull her up, correctly. There are two that are still on her, that are wrapping her up and at the same time pulling her, trying to pull her back into the webs. Three have fallen down, and they're in between Vesk and... Or Vrondis and Forkin. And then one of them just got completely destroyed by Gerard. Correct. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to make a, a few hand motions and uh, do some minor uh, whistling in Druidic as a hawk, a, an ethereal hawk, lands on top of... Uh, da, 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 aura. Aura. It looks like Gerard's friend. Uh, healing Spirit as a third level spell. Okay, so you cast Healing Spirit and uh, uh, Spiritual Hawk goes onto Aura. Yep. All right. And that is just a bonus action. And then I'm going to be uh, trying to get into range. Uh, trying to get into a 30 foot range of one of the ones that's like wrapping her up and pulling her up. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to do some more minor chanting and uh, cast Thorn Whip. Okay, Thorn Whip. Nice. Pull them up. Yep. Ooh, that's probably not going to hit. Twelve. Twelve is not gonna hit. Just misses. All right. Uh, with that, uh, Adrian, it is your turn. What would Aura um, be doing at this on. point? She is currently wrapped up. If you. Uh, first things first. I believe that the healing spirits. It heal. happens on her turn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. You get healed nine hit points. Oh, thank you. Um, you notice that the there's now half of the amount of cave fishers uh, that are trying to wrap you around in this sticky filaments. Um, so you can try to escape using all of your action. Um, Ooh, wait. Oh, never mind. I can't see that. Omnom is going to run in after Yeah! yeah! There we go! Omnom! Omnom! And you see him. He is just 
angry at the fact. He's going to be biting away at the webs to get me free first. Okay, so I will say um, that because of that, uh, you get advantage on trying to free yourself. I'm just checking something. Okay. <clears throat> so there'd be a strength check. You got this. You got this. You got this. That one was a 15. 15, yeah, yeah you're able no. to... No, 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 that's dice roll. That's 19. the die roll. Okay, 19. 19, okay, yeah. You're able to, uh, with the help of Omnom, as he grabs onto one of your boots and just starts pulling you the best that he can. <laughs> and for a little guy, he's actually pretty freaking tough. I mean, and even that bit helps you as you are able to punch one of them in the face and just kind of <laughs> off and now... You uh, fall on the floor, quickly picking yourself back up. That uses your whole action, though. My whole action. So I yeah. have a bonus action. So you still have your bonus action. And does Omnum have anything left? Um, no, I'll say that his action was used to, to help you. Okay. Um, spells. What spells do I have? Okay. You could do a Snaring Strike or possibly Hunter's Mark on one of the other ones. It's How do you know my spells? Because you're a ranger and you've used them multiple times. Okay. Um, and also, I'm just really good at remembering a lot of spells. Yeah. Um, you're, you're I'm going to cast... You can't technically cast anything, because the way that that works is you have to declare, my action is a spell attack, and then with that, you're able to have... You can't just do something and then do a spell as a bonus action. That's not how that works. Not even produce flame as a cantrip? I think that's, that's a bonus. Action. Produce flame is a bonus action. Mm, and that's part of your like race thing. Mm. Oh yeah, I'll say I'll say you can do that. Okay. Sure. So I'm a pretty slime. Okay, cool. And I'm gonna throw it at. You can't throw it. That uses your action. Yeah, that's what she's doing. But that's what it's, it counts as a bonus action. You get to throw yeah. it. I I I can warn the spell. I'll quickly look it up right now. But she's. I have it right, it right here. here. I have the rule. A flickering flame appears in your hand. The flame remains there for the duration that harms neither you nor your equipment. The flame shows a bright light. Mm -hmm. um, the spell ends if you dismiss it as an action or if you cast it again. You can also attack with this flame, although doing so ends the spell. When you cast the spell as or as an action on a later turn... Oh, okay. You can yep. When you yeah. cast the spell. As well, an action, when, No, no, no but it says yeah. when, or as an action on a later turn. Yes. It's also an action see, on like, turn. Yeah, Sorry. the casting time is not yeah. a bonus action. It's yeah. an action. So, okay. Yeah. So I can cast. It you can you can produce a flame, but you can't do anything with it yet. Okay. Okay. So you produce that flame. Cool. Am I completely out of the webs? You are completely out of the filaments. Okay. Yeah, you're Sweet. good. All right, Jalen. Melvin's turn. Melvin's turn. Exactly. Um. So somebody stole my kill. And <laughs> so. I gotta find a new target. There are still two that are now, they uh, don't have anything to grab onto, and so they start trying to approach whoever's and, next. And there are some on the ground, like, yeah, ah, freaking out. Freaking out! Because of the fire? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'll attack the ones freaking out, or one of the ones freaking out. Okay. You'll have to run past the two of them. You'll, so there's In two. In that case, I'll attack yeah. the ones closest so. to me. Alright. Alright, so there's one, whatever, whichever one. Okay, cool. They both haven't been hit, so. Cool. I took damage, guys. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm not going to work. Let's get it. All right, so that's 20-something, whatever. No. Yep, that hits. That'll be it. For a total of 
We doubt it. Bro. I was gonna say we love horror too much to let her die. Seventeen damage. Plus. Okay, it's still. Um, per- still. Well, alive. I know that. No. And then I'm gonna hit again. Okay. Not twenty. Not twenty. Scope. Scope. Roll me a d20. D20. If it's the rate, if it's the rate. Nine. A nine? Nine. Nine. Yeah, you you hack into it and it completely severs one of its uh, long like ma- mandibles. Okay. Mm. Yeah, claws or, or claws, sorry. Say, yeah, it's long right, claws. Yeah, the mandibles are these little mandibles. That's 17 damage, too. That's so 17 so damage, too. Okay. All right. Uh, with that, um, the two are going to um, attack you. You're right there. And I didn't reckless either, so. I know. So, only one attack hits you, and that does is nine. Wait, it does twelve slashing damage to you. Thank you. Um, the other three um, that are currently like still trying to put off the flames are going to try and uh, retreat, but they get um, opportunity attacks from from Forkin and from Vrondis. Kill them. Kill them all. You get to choose one to attack, though, for your opportunity. You can't attack all of them. I know. Because you only have one reaction. Oh. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, Vrondis is going to attack the one that's nearest to him. Now, a quick question, Stephen. Would they also have to run past me in order to escape? No, they're just crawling to the sides of the room. Okay. Does 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Wait. All right. Those three go off to the sides of the room, begin crawling up the wall back to what looks to be an endless ceiling above. Can we still see them, or have they completely made it out? How far up are they? Because mm. if they're past 60 feet, I can't see them, but if they're not 60 feet away from you... Yeah, they're, they're 60 feet away from you. Okay. Yeah. What's their movement speed? Um, Good enough. You don't, you don't think that... Not necessarily that they moved that far, but there's something different... Something magical about the darkness above that that makes it look like the dark. It's just pitch black. It's not magic. Um, Um, With that, uh, those three leave, and there are only those two left next to Melvin. Um, Vrondis is going to um, take. He actually no. He's going to just run up with his two, uh, with his shadow blade, and attack both of them. Okay, both of them are going to hit as he takes his shadow blade and plunges them into the first one. That's pretty good. And the second one. Is this his opportunity? Uh, mm-hmm. killing, the, killing the one that he goes down and stabs into. There's a, there's a small little squealing noise before it just falls dead, and the other one is still alive. This is my turn. Yeah, also, what... It was his turn. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right. Then I'm going to just skip Joey. Wait. Yeah. You also skipped to Joey. You skipped me and Matt. We'll just go back. Do both. Do do your do your turns at the same time then. Okay. Just go ahead. What are you doing? And what are you doing? Okay. There's only one left. So. There's only one left. Then we'll we'll just tag team it. All right. Hunter's mark and bow. So. That's twenty-three. Hit, it'll hit, and, okay. and you miss, Matt. 
15 for the first hit. Okay. And... Okay. 14? 14 for the second? 14 to hit. Oh, 14 will not hit. Oh, okay. So Does that mean a 15 will? Uh, the 15 did hit. Okay, so. cool. No, Wait, no, 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 that was the, the damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 yeah. damage yeah. in the fourth oh. Um, okay, cool. Um, so, with that, Jacob, it is your turn. Yeah, uh, is gonna run up to the little bugger as, uh, his fangs start to sharpen and he lets loose a long howl in druidic. Howl. Uh, uh, howl. Oh, yes, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, 24. 24. Well, as you go in with your extended claws and just a bit of drool gaping out of your long mouth, um, there's just a bit of primal instinct within you. As you find, you don't even know, maybe something evolutionary, you find a weak spot right underneath its crustacean-like shale and just <laughs> pop it completely open as its meaty innards just skewer all across the floor. Yeah. And it goes silent. The room once more. So I'm gonna have like a nice this. meal with that. Like um, just comes up and not goes. even thinking about it. Just you just right dive in. right in, begin just ripping apart meat from bone, uh, flesh from sinew as you begin eating and engorging Does yourself upon this. It too? No, no. Omnom no, no, no. looks at you and just goes to to enjoy no, the feast. No, and I reel him back in. Okay, you grab Why? the chain. And, and I give him meat from my pouch, and I'm like, here, you eat this. He, like, he, like, he, he holds in his mouth a little bit, he, like, drops it and, like, looks over. <laughs> and then he finally, like, picks it up and starts eating it. Uh, I'm with the tiny one glow. here. What's the difference between uh, that and that? Like, glue kind you of You notice, stuff. so, the main area of the room, um, I could use a pencil for that one. So, if this is the long winding room, right? There is a path in the center that leads to you don't know where, right? And you cleared this path by allowing it. So there's still like a bunch all on the sides and stuff, but the path is clear to move forward. I just want to harvest some. Harvest some? Mm -hmm. Harvest some starlight like, tongues. Pluck one? Like, yeah. Just take one. It's, they're like glowworms, right? Or stones or. They're large very similar juice. to glowworms. You, may want you, to you can pick some of the ones mm. off of the ground, but you yeah. get the idea. Okay, cool. Because if you were to go and pluck more, more of them would come down. I take, like, from the dead ones. Yeah. Just... From the dead ones? Uh, okay, they are very sticky. So there's one um, to Make me a dexterity check. Yeah, I probably have some. I also on. rolled perception at disadvantage and got an 18. Did I notice Omnam looking at me feasting? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to save a little bit for Omnam. Okay, natural 20. Natural 20. It's a bit sticky, but you're able to wrap some up. You get the tips of them, which are like this teardrop shape where the glow is originating from, and you take the long strands of the filaments and wrap them around until you have like kind of like a ball of uh, like, a, like a yarn ball, but it's all these filaments and sticky stuff. And the inside, you can see a faint glowing shimmer. And you just kind of stick that somewhere. Um, you look and you see that um, the path is now cleared. So am I gonna need some medical attention since no, I broke you're, no, Oh, well, yeah. Rondis yeah. goes up to you and he gives you a potion of, Well, um, no, I, over the rounds, it would eventually heal her, like, the second round would heal her five, third round would heal her eleven. So that's twelve seconds later. Yep. 
And then, and then okay. 12 after the last So you're back to full health. Yeah, pretty much. And that would be for like a minute. Yeah. But are her ribs still broken? I can make a medicine check in... Um, you notice that as you get up, there's a sharp <sighs> pain in your right rib. So, yes. My right rib? Which one yeah. of your right ribs? Your right rib cage. Just... My, my right rib. Apparently I only have one. What? I said your right rib cage. Did I just not say ca- rib didn't cage? didn't say cage. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right rib. rib. Two rib cages, right? Your right rib cage and your left rib cage. I can go for some baby back ribs right now. On the right side, you know, on your right side you feel sore spot. Okay. broken rib. So is this gonna hinder me at all, or? Yes. Yeah, yeah it it's hard to, it's hard to like, walking forward a bit, it's just like, <sighs> a little intake of pain. Like, right, can, your could I use some of the herbs in my herbalism kit to try and ease the pain? I could make a medicine check to help treat her. Do you have a med- do you have a medicine kit? No, but I can examine her, see exactly what's wrong, okay. and then use knowledge from there too. You know just looking at it, it's a broken rib. Right. Um it uh, something like something that could help is something like tied around really cast mending. Um tied around a lot would kind of keep everything in place. Yes. Um and then maybe some medicinal herbs herbs could help um the pain. The pain. Yeah. I, I can tighten it up if you want to give her some herbs. Sure. What are you tightening it with? Uh, do we have any extra cloth? I mean, there's rope in the bag sure. that I put in for mine, and I don't care to like share that. You want to cut off some rope? Sure. So we have 100 feet of rope in there. How much do we want to cut? We can cut. We could cut like 10 feet of rope, would you say? Would that be an adequate amount, or would that be too much? It's a broken rib. Yeah. It's more of a. You wouldn't want to splint. Oh, you are a nursing major. How would you do this? You just put the yeah, but if you can't put them in bed rest, then they have to keep going in an emergency well, you can't situation. You splint a rib. Okay, well, what do you do then? You, okay, if you if it was so bad that it was really badly out of place, you'd have need surgery, and you need to, like, staple it together. All right, Ooh, Melvin, got this. The herbs would help possibly topically most... It would probably be oral than topical. Let's I wouldn't say it's completely high. broken. It's more like it's... Heavily fractured. Let's get her area. high so, so she doesn't. Ex- so she like Tylenol. Yeah, yeah, then, something like then that. Then just take some pain medication and hope and like avoid hurting it again. Okay, cool. So you don't necessarily need to like splint it, but uh, the best thing is rest, and maybe some of the herbs would help. All right. So herbalism kit. Yeah. Uh, would you be willing to cast guidance? I always will. I'm willing to cast guidance. Okay. Beautiful. Um, what do I need to add to this? It's just a medicine check. Oh, okay. So, but could but I... But you add... add your proficiency since you're using your kit. Okay. Ha-ha! That is... Is it above 12? Yeah. yeah. Very above okay. 12. Um, it, it helps with the pain a little bit. Um, you can keep going, but you might need to take some time to rest soon. The specific number would have been a 25. Oh, okay. That's that's really high. Yeah. Um, just like Aura. I'm just no, kidding. No, just <laughs> I got the good stuff. <laughs> Don't say. Like, Ronis is just herbs. like. Where did you get those herbs from? Am, am I actually high? Oh, they're yeah. yeah. like high. No, you're not actually high. No, it's, it's fine. fine. It's it's just just I get. He did it so well. He gave you just the right amount. Oh. It just dilutes the pain. What? Um. Just pull out a. 
So, um... She's from the plane of fire, so... She has no idea what that is. Believe it. Alright. Anyway, let's continue, please. (laughs) So I can avoid my shame. Okay. So, helping Aura out a little bit. She seems to be stable at the moment. So, I'm gonna, well... Is she gonna need help walking, or is she gonna be, like... Mm, No, she can walk on her own. Okay. I'm gonna stay close by her. Okay. I wanna pick up the crab arm that I cut off. Are you gonna just put it in the bag of holding? Yes, I am. Oh God. Okay, write it down. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. I thought you were gonna like stick it on the bottom of your sword as like a little accessory. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna put your arm put in it. it. I have an Excel sheet of all the things that you have in there, and I'm pretty sure you've already forgotten like half of the things in there. I've written down all of them. Maybe. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? Never mind. All right, let's go. Let's just upturn the bag. I did not get rid of the dead body. It's still a, in there is a dead drow in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, why would you don't get rid of her? Bag of holding. Anyway, no, I thought we took the drow. All right, guys. No. No, not Amari. Okay. Focusing we, back in. We took out the enemy drow. Okay. Uh, so we continue along the path. <laughs> so do you want to go back in the, the, the big room, or do you all want to keep going forward? Oh, wait. Yeah, that is a thing, because there is, like, the whole manhole we didn't look at. But there's still a path to be progressed through here no as well. Well, as of right now, for his fire breath, temporarily the room, at least the path has been very cleared, but over time... They'll come back. They will come back to their spot. So we probably should, if we're going to go this way, we should go. And then we can hit but the But don't let me make way. any more decisions. I don't want any more broken ribs. You guys Keep can make decisions. Melvin, if you would, please lead the way. I lead the way. And hit anything that moves. Please let me reiterate what I said. I turn last around time. and slam all of my teeth. Okay. <laughs> Don't touch anything, please. Um, after clearing a, after clearing like, the path, no, right. after clearing the path, there are two stalagmites that have a large opening in between them. You see, on the other side, there is a small uh, room that is um, twenty foot by twenty foot. Um, you see on each side, surrounded by um, walls, cave-like walls. Um, they have um, like a slippery, they're like little slippery, they seem to be glistening with a bit of kind of like sweat on the walls. Can I roll nature? Sure. That's just as you enter, that's not, that's just what you see as mm-hmm. you kind of enter into the room. Okay. Uh, 21. 21? Hmm. You don't, you don't, it's interesting. It could just become some kind of condensation from maybe a water source nearby. Um, That's probably most likely. Um, Actually, yeah, that would probably be it if there's some kind of water source nearby. I mean, the cave that led down was kind of an outlet from the river. Actually, as you fully enter, a small burbling noise can be heard in the distance. So, question. Does the map just show us how to get to the entrance, or does it give us any guidance no, further? No, just the entrance. We're in the dark. The underdark. I'm going to light my torch. You light your torch, and you see that above, Please. about 15 feet, there seems to be a ledge. I, I draw my, my, my sword, my fancy sword, my moon touch sword. Okay. Draw your moon touch sword. Mm-hmm. Produce a little bluish aura in the room. So it's just a small room with a ledge and condensation on the walls. Yep. 
Okay. I'm going to toss the torch up to the ledge. Okay. You <laughs> touch it and you hear a toot, toot, toot. Kind of rolls. You can see you can see the shadow roll. And then you hear a as the light goes out. Water. Oh. Um, water or enemy, that's my guess. Let's see here. I'm say water. I mean, it looks it looks like there are some parts that if you you can maybe attempt to try to get up to the ledge. How high is this? Fifteen feet. Which means I miss you step up to the ledge. Wow, I did not even think about that. I mean, you you misty step up on top of the ledge, and you see before you there's a little kind of a path that leads downwards, and you see a small little burbling riverbank that kind of winds through the underdark, and you see that it opens up into a, another tunnel system that is following a bit of low um, to the floor, a little bit of water, and you notice that the water is, is very very clear. With your moon touch sword, you can actually see the basin of where this water is running through. It's not. It's not cloudy, um, it's just normal water, but it's very clear. Could be coming from maybe one of the clear stream mountains or something. There's a stream up here. They should cavern, right? Melvin, can I get some rope? Sure, I'll hand him some rope. Yeah, you can toss up to me. I don't, know, it's, I don't know why we need rope, but okay. I'm gonna toss some of the rope up to Jarrod. Okay. Which we can then tie up and then climb up. I can literally you, just you lift all of you You find a up there. small stalagmite <laughs> and kind of tie it around best you can. It's a little slippery, but even with your help, you're able to kind of secure it in place a little bit. So you guys go up. Yep. Yeah. Um, normally, you can just kind of depend on the rope and kind of climb up with your feet, but because it's so slippery, it takes a little more extra to get up there. Uh, so whoever's going first, I'd like you to make me a shrink check. Melvin's going to stand at the bottom and wait to catch people. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to note that I'm looking away from the rope and facing the other way that I can be ready. Okay, for just kind of looking along. Just a clear stream that kind of goes off into a much larger kind of um, uh, tunnel. 21. 21? Yeah, easy. You're able just to, like, gym style, just hoist yourself up there onto the ledge. Um, at this point, if you want to, like, hold, actually, hold, like, pull people up, this point, then you can do that as well. I'll do that. Okay, make me a strength check for who's going next. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out. Ronis is gonna go next. Okay, good. Okay, I can go next. Mm, oof. Seven. Wait, no, nine. Rondis is pretty hefty, um, and you're trying. You're just actually kind of holding him there. He's gonna make a strength check to try to get up. And he is able to, uh, surprising you, he's able to climb up onto the ledge. Um, next up. Next. Okay. Next. Um, is can there you... a way that I can hand Omnom up? You can kind of like, um, you have, I do believe you have like a bit of like uh, like a backpack or something. You could try to like tuck I him in for the moment. Him. Kind of like make a little like front, front facing backpack with a little Omnom in it. Right. Oh, or, yeah. Okay, so I have an is. idea. So, you go up the rope. Mm-hmm. We'll tie the rope to Omnom. You guys pull him up. And then I'll just get up there. Well, I also need to get up there. Yeah. Well, we'll take the turns, and then at the end, I'll tie I'll just put him on my. I, I'll put him in my backpack. So go ahead and make me a strength check. Out. Is this like Which he will. <laughs> Your guidance as well, so add a d4. Um, we'll be casting guidance on everybody as they attempt to climb up. Oof. Um, so 
You're having a really hard time. I think that's... Ten. Is that ten? a check? Go ahead and make me an athletics no. check with no guidance because you're check? currently guided. It's just a check. Uh, Oof. Oh. For my own, that is um, a eight. As you're struggling, uh, Fork and you kind of look down and see her and you go to grab the rope, but you slip and you hit your butt and you almost yourself fall off the ledge before grabbing on and getting back on the ledge. This the slippery uh, like slope is... What kind of like check would that be? She would just so you you go back to the bottom again, so you'd have to try to climb again. Okay. What? It says I can reach up and grab something fifteen point three feet off the ground. Can I just push them over the? Make me a strength check. <laughs> just to be like, whoop. <laughs> and that's with proficiency too. It's, it's half the ledge anyway. Just straight strength. Or well, athletics specifically. Athletics got it. He's eleven. Like what are you like? Oh yeah. No, you grab her omnom and then you're like, ah, Vesk too. Whoop! And you just (laughs) (laughs) You just launch them onto the ledge as they land. Safely and pushing up and just (laughs) Vesk. Uh, and then you just you reach up, like jump a little bit, grab the edge of the ledge and just make your way through it. Um rope? Will you please Um, never do not the beard! <laughs> <laughs> nobody, Never throw a dwarf! I was gonna say, nobody tosses a dwarf. Nobody tosses a dwarf! Oh, um, nobody tosses yeah, a so, dwarf. No one tosses a dwarf. So, as you see before you, uh, the stream is, is quite clear. Uh, there are a few fish that swim in the shallow waters of it. Um, Omnom tries to catch them. is definitely going to try to catch them. He just, uh, you hear a, a few splashing sounds, and he comes back, and you see uh, in his mouth a, a very beautiful, like, uh, fish. Good boy. He just <laughs> drops it, <laughs> and begins biting into it. He just ate the last of that fish is kind. Um, so y'all keep continuing along the path? Yeah. yeah indeed. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm gonna win. You, no, it's like here's the ground, here's the water. Oh, like it's mind, super shallow. Yeah. Into- <laughs> I'm gonna swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys begin walking, um, and it begins kind of. You notice that there's more and more kind of sharp curves around, where there's moments where there is a direct, uh, sudden change in the direction of the tunnel. Do y'all just keep walking? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, we, um, do we relight a torch? Yeah, it is. Are you gonna peek around the corner? Yeah, instead of like just going blindly. Dang it! I mean, I have dark vision, so we're not going blind. Okay. Okay. So you want us to try to stop everyone? If, if possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, I would stop. I you you approach the corner. Water. You guys approach the corner. Okay. Look, if there's something around there, then we'll hit it. <laughs> Very well, Melvin. You go in front. I you know. heard the man. I go up front. All right. You go around the corner and you see a, a, a much wider cave and you see um, looking down into the water, hovering about five or six feet above the water, a large eyeball. The eye from your direction, completely pupilless, white, small little red and purple veins, a little translucently through it. And it just, 
Oh. Unblinkingly looks down into the water. Whatever is here is probably not. You already walked into the room, Melvin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you I mean, as you step into it. It's not like I walked 500 feet yeah, away no. from my Yeah, You team. just step into it. As you do, the eyeball right at you. And you see a large um, green pupil stare at you. Hi. <laughs> and the eyeball slowly looks back at the stream and kind of moves along with the, sh- with the flow of the current. Bye. Who are you talking to? I'm, yeah, I'm still around the corner. Yeah, you guys are still around the corner. Melvin? I'll turn around and walk to them. Big eye looked at me, walked away. Walked away? Floated away. Something like that. <laughs> Moved away. Yeah. That just... I want to step up next to Melvin and see if is it still there. It, yeah, it is stopped floating along the stream, and you notice that up ahead, you actually see um, far across the room. I, I'm assuming you have your torch, right? You see that there seems to be some kind of structure of the stonework up ahead. It doesn't seem to be well, we just cavernous. Torch. It seems to be. It looks like there is um, some stonework up ahead. Uh, starting of a few steps and the eye is kind of situated in front of those steps where the stream is does it seem to be guarding it it doesn't seem to be moving that much just a a occasional bob down to the water like looking following one of the fish real quick and then stopping and looking up Uh, it's like a child (laughs) it's It's making sure the fish don't move past where it's situated which means the fish are protected and we just have a little monster eat one of them. <laughs> you could say it's almost as if it's like, you know, taking into account each fish as it swims by. Where's Tom? Where's Tom? Yeah. <laughs> so you see a trickle of blood floats down the clear stream. No, 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 oh, no. As it looks down at the bit of blood and a bit of small little fish meat that want, floats past want... it. I would like to say I am back around and the corner because I told them. And it kind of scans along the bank for a second, and you see its eye furiously just looking along, looking along, Where's Tom? until Where's Tom? it floats over directly towards you and begins approaching you all. As it's coming, got it. Okay. I'm going to throw a spear at it. I would like all of you to roll initiative. I'm not the one who ate the fish. Well, Frank. I'm not the one who ate the fish either. Really? But it's your animal. It is my animal. Actually, animal isn't an apt term. Monstrosity is a better term. This is very fair. It's a monstrosity. It's it's a thing. Monstrosity. It's more than what? It's it's a thing. You and that is actually what it's. When I level up, he's going to. You and Melvin. Melvin. And. See the eye that is floating above the water right here. I'm gonna throw a spear at it. Wide-eyed madness that flowed through her. It's like. All right. So, uh, did anyone get a uh, twenty or above? Fifteen or twenty? Okay, it is going to go first. Cool. Um. Uh, let's see, a 10 to 15. Hi. I got a 13. 13? No, I got 11. No, I... I got a 13. 13 through him. You got an 11. You got an 11? Oh, yes. so I got, got a 16. I'm sorry, I forgot to add my... You got a... How much? I got a 13. Okay. And Adriatic got a 16. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, Joey, what did you get? I got seven. Seven? Four. Four? Sixteen. Uh, okay. What'd you get? Vrondis. Vrondis, what do you... Okay. The night again. Once again. He's not dead. Um, okay, so uh, Matt and then Joey. Wait, or, no, sorry, no, 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 sorry. No, 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 other way around yep. because Matt got a four and Joey got a seven. Okay. Uh, with that, Adriana, uh, do you want to move into the room? Because you're still kind of behind the wall. Um. Where's Omnom? This, this is my question. He's following along eat, behind you, uh, but he's he uh, yeah. You see now instead of one fish, he has two fish that he's eating. One's red, and one's blue. blue. <laughs> but he's, fish, he's behind. Fish, 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 Can I see him? Yeah, he's just right behind you, following along. Okay, um, I'm going to move him back where the eye cannot see him. Okay. So that he can have his feast over there. Okay. I'm not even gonna try to make him stop. I'm just gonna move him out of. You're a horrible eye. mother. Okay. How <laughs> It's okay, Timmy. You can burn down the house right. as long as they don't catch you. With that, <laughs> the eye is going to like float. Um, and and then and then then I'm going to shoot shoot right. the eye. Right here. Well, I'm gonna say, gonna, say and and walk. So you back go around the corner right here. I'll say you get like right Wait, here. Wait, that's Vesk. Sorry. Is this yours? Yeah, yeah that's hers. It helps if you have miniatures. All right. So um, you move around the corner and. You you see the eye eye now, furiously fast approaching. Oh gosh! It's it's eye now. You see the the blood vessels kind of fluctuate as this kind of red, um, uh, oh, red eye now I'm that it has around its green people. I don't like it. All right. So did I shoot or did you not shoot? Oh, you want to? Sh- okay, roll the hit. Kill it. Kill it. I'm also. Can I cast hunter's mark? As a bonus action. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. Well, technically, if you wanted him to stay, that would be an action to get him to stay. Okay. That is an action. That's action. So I just cast Hunter's Mark. Okay, you cast Hunter's Mark on it. All right, with that, the eye floats t- um, towards about five feet away, or ten feet away from you, uh, Forkin, as its gaze, its gaze uh, pierces yours. Um... With that, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, crap. He can do that. He can't. 18. An 18? Nothing can do anything. All right, uh, as its gaze kind of stares at you, uh, its bloodshot eye now, uh, it it just, you feel this unsettling presence. Um, you all right. float off your thing. <laughs> uh, with that, Jalen, it is your turn. How am I going to kill this thing after I said hello to it? <laughs> Just wrestle with it, Melvin. How close is it to me? Um, It's about 10 feet away from you. 10 feet? Yeah. Give it a bear hug it. Squeeze real hard. No, I'm not going to bear hug this stupid thing. Um, first off, it's gonna be all sticky I'm going to rage up. You bear hug okay. That god. Taken away. away. Uh, and then I'm gonna be like, "Don't touch it." Sorry, dude. Throw a javelin at its face. Okay, you take a javelin. 
launch it at its what, large, lidless eye. What qualifies as a face for this thing? Exactly. I'm going to launch it at its face. Uh, 14. That misses. I throw again. Unnatural 20. That's going to hit. As it scrapes across the side of its eye and you see blood begin to pour down a little bit. Its vision now kind of everything being tainted in this kind of red blood. That would be six damage. Six damage. Okay. Next up, uh, Rondus is going to... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that would have been gone. He is going to look around and make a perception check. Uh, he seems to turn behind the, like, where y'all came from, and he he goes right around behind. Wait, so Vrondis walks away? He doesn't walk away, but you see him go behind the, well, yes. Yes, he, he walks around behind it. He kind of scans the room and walks around behind it. Rondus is the new Billy, okay. Cool. All right. So, uh, with that... Put him down on his back. He deserves to be laying down. Um, it is Jacob's turn. No, because he went back this way. Right? Yeah, he went back behind ah. here. He's playing. Uh, Jacob, what is Vest doing? Gonna go out and see that nasty mother trucker. Okay. And, um, yeah, he's just gonna cast Thorn Whip at it, because that's not an okay thing to exist in this universe. That has to hurt. Mm. 21. 21 hits as you take your Thorn Whip and latch into it, multiple thorns piercing into its side. That is a total of 7 points of damage and is drawn 10 feet closer to all of us. Why? Oh, shoot. Why? Uh, well, towards, me. towards you, so, screen, well, I mean, right? it's, it's no. right next to you. Doesn't have to make a sound check. If Omnom doesn't stay. Alright. Well, no, it's not like I moved into the room as Stephen has showed. So, so it's not going to be seeing him. Did he pull it out okay. of my range, my melee? Because it came up to me. I mean, he can pull it right here, too, where you pull it. No, like... did he pull it out of my melee? Yeah. No, 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 he didn't. No, okay. it was it was 10 feet away from you, and he pulled it right here. Okay. I uh, would Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So. Joey. Yes. Right. Hunter's Mark. Well, I'm going to walk into the place. Hunter's Mark on this bad boy. And. So you get up here to get a better range of it. That's a 25. A 25, that'll hit. I would hope so. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. Where are we in between? Okay. 19 points of damage. And then, for, that's for the first attack, 19 points of damage. Oh, wow, attack. 19 points of damage. Yeah. Okay. And then second, I'm firing twice. Rangers don't mess around. No, we don't. It's a natural 20 for the second attack. A natural 20. Roll me a d20. D20? Yeah. Scar's eye? Wonderful. That's a 10. A 10? He loses an eye. No. He broke a ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll again. Because yeah. that doesn't apply. Doesn't a lot apply. of these things don't apply. Roll what, again. What was 10? Oh, 10 yeah. is ribs. Broken ribs. <laughs> yeah. How's that do? A two. Yeah, he loses an eye. He is um, blind. A two. Just roll double damage, dude. These things don't apply to this. It doesn't. I don't what know. Is fair. That is fair. What was two, though? It was loses an arm. <laughs> <laughs> you see okay. a vein? You grab onto something in ethereal. <laughs> Rip it forth. 
Double damage. Alright. Eighteen. Yep, eighteen plus Shh. everything. Plus, plus your jingy thing. Okay. You heard a major, I just not hit. <laughs> Okay, so I double it, and do I double it, and then add the six? Yeah. yeah. So you roll the dice twice, and then add or your you modifier. Or you roll the dice once and double it. Okay. Eighteen plus six is one. Okay. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four. Damage. You knew that like two minutes ago, but you. How did it happen? All right. <laughs> I to... Matt, it is your turn. Guided bolt. I wanted to do it myself. Guided bolt. All right. I rolled a hit. Twenty-four. Twenty-four, that'll die will definitely hit. Because it's magic versus mm. guided. Third level guided bolt. Oh, third Sweet. level? Oh yeah. Oh, this is that's oh my gosh. Oh, that's oh, a shame. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. With your third level guided bolt, you just numbers, uh, focus onto your mace as it glows up and you it's almost Ooh. like this uh this fire, uh this like yellowish uh, licking fire as you Throw it and blast out a beam towards his eye. Twelve points of, uh, I believe, radiant damage. Yeah, yeah, radiant. Twelve damage. points of radiant damage. Mm-hmm. If it could blink, it could, but because it cannot blink, it just explodes. Um, Wait, that's it. With that, oh, what if it was it peaceful? It all over me. Yeah. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Um, you notice that. Okay, um, that's just the last character. You talk about this something being gross. Uh, you notice that, um, like, as it begins to be shredded into a bunch of pieces, that there's a small, and it just completely disappears. All the bits and pieces just completely disappear. Oh, okay. Um, all right, Adriana, it's your turn. My turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Are we still in an We are still in combat. Oh, no. Make me a perception check, you I guess. You monster. Okay. Are we fighting the fish now? No, we're not. Um, perception. It's enough. I'm pretty sure it's enough, but um, over 20. 20 to over 20? 22. You see, coming from the dark sky above, another one. Two more large <laughs> eyes wow. as Why? they. Can one survive more than one round, please? Or something here. survive more than one round so I can make more, do more damage? All right, Adriana, that is, that will say that is your action okay. to look around the room. Scan My the room. action? Yep. Wow, well, I got tripped twice. So I'm going to move true. my hunter's mark okay. and do nothing. Okay, you move your hunter's mark. <gasps> which one? It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Which, which one do you uh, want? The one that's closest on? to me. Uh, right here. All right. Cool. So, um, as that, they both go, um, and uh, you notice that they have kind of descended now, and let's see. I don't like this. <laughs> um, Do they have the same initiative or different? They have the same initiative. Okay. I need... Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think. killed them before they had a chance to attack. This? I need uh, Melvin uh, and Aura to make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, you know what that means. Plus zero. <laughs> it's better than your intelligence saving throw. No, my intelligence is a plus zero. It's, it's the fine. same. 
doing some reading. I did do reading. Melvin taught, or Rupert taught me, remember? Five. Five. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. This is that's um, so isn't it? as <laughs> you both see these eyes float down and uh, Melvin and Aura, you just get this cold feeling. I failed too. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. you guys notice that both of them stand completely They're still. Paralyzed, by the way. Oh gosh. I thought they were <gasps> Okay. No, paralyzed. Better than <laughs> yeah. To both of you, everything freezes and stops, and you find yourself unable to move. Wait, like the surrounding stuff, or just like everything around you? Just like time stops for you, completely, as if you were petrified. All right. So, with that, Jalen, you are, um, you are. Oh, uh, what is your? What is your wisdom? Modifier? Like your total wisdom. My total wisdom is a ten. Ten, and what's your level? I am level five. Okay. Why couldn't we have made a deck save? I couldn't we have made literally Why any other save. Because it's probably. Aura, what's your uh, wisdom score? Sixteen. Sixteen. What's your level? Five. Oh, okay. So then that's. I'm really, I really want to roll for like what my bow is making me think. Like, oh, it's okay. There's just two more of them. All right. <laughs> so with that, Vrondis, um, can you I not s- break out? No, you are. Everything for you is completely stopped. Going to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and uh, you see Vrondis turn around the corner. Is there anything we can do? And he is going to um, take his orb uh, and his orb staff and fling it at one of the eyes as a green energy stretches out towards that eye. I of slapping you because I would need you to wake up fast. Because it looks good and kill. As the eye takes some bit of damage as it kind of staggers Alright. Uh, with that, Jacob, it is your turn. You see both of two of your uh, party members just kind of freeze. Um, well, let's see. Where is this thing? That is. Okay. Those are not five feet within a five foot square, so that's perfectly fine. Um, oh no. Uh,. Yeah, I'm just gonna, just gonna thorn whip one of those because I don't feel like buying or slashing into that nasty uh, you crap. Use your concentration. Uh, will an 18 hit this one? Uh, yes, it will. Then that is a total of 11 piercing damage, and it is pulled closer to me. All right. You want it right here, or right here, or where? I would prefer it right in front of me. Right. Well, no, I meant like right in front of me this way, right okay. next to its buddy. All right, cool. Because I got a plan. Okay, uh, with that, Joey. Yes. All right. Uh, Hunter's Mark on the one that Vesk uh, uh, has hit. Okay. And. And Vrondis. Huh? And Vrondis. Oh, wait. Yeah. And, okay, so. 
He hit something. He did. I'm so proud. Yes. Good job. It was good job. The other thing had to make a roll. Yeah. We still believe in Frondus. I believe in Frondus. <laughs> I believe in Frondus. <laughs> All right, Maggie, what are you doing? All right, we're going to shoot at him. Okay. That's fine. And maybe not, though, because it, it does a 14 hit. 14 hits. 14 hits? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's fortunate. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a big eye, you know. I like doing one at a time. 17 for the first. Okay. And the next one is uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. 14 points of damage. 14? Um, you pull back your arrow, it goes right into the side of it. Second arrow, right through the pupil. And all the way through it, as it goes to slowly float towards the ground, uh, it floats to the ground and just kind of deflates almost into like a little raisin. A raisin of like a grayish color. Is it dead? Disgusting. Is it dead? It's dead. But it did, well... I mean, it, it just appears to be dead. it appears to be dead. Gonna... However, it did not pop like the other one did and disappear. Is my hunter is my hunter's mark still on it? Uh, no. You you know at, oh because your hunter's mark the life is gone from. Okay, I'm just making sure because yeah, I didn't want it to be like to come back and be like <laughs> surprise. You thought I was gone. Someone goes and like. <laughs> <laughs> and like blows it up. And, uh, Did you just see a little drop come up with a pump? Just like anything else on your turn? Um, I already shot twice. I'm gonna run over. Wait, can I do anything to like help Aura? I mean, you can run over to her. I'm gonna run over to Aura. And then you can you are the blue one. Oh yeah. Well, you wanna, he already oh, used his. Right wait. Oh yeah. No, yeah. he did. Well, you run so, over. I haven't used my bonus action. Oh, so yet. you could transfer hunters. I'm gonna transfer hunters mark to the other one. Okay. What's the marking point? It deflated. Okay. No. It yeah. deflated. I shot like a right through. all the way through. And did it? Oh, that's right. Okay, I was just like, did I just kill it by myself? All right, no, Matt. If everyone slaps Searing's it, Searing's might. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to I don't need to move. Flail. Oh, the flail. Yeah. 24. That's definitely going to hit. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Searing's might, dude. Six, seven. Uh, that's 17 points of damage, and then it'll need, okay. it's on fire now. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah. Do you need to do anything for that? He it's will need to roll con saves. Uh, it fails. Okay, so it's at the start of guys. each of its turns. So not yet, just <laughs> okay. so you know and are aware. For All right, don't be sorry. No, die. Cool. Um, okay, Adriana, everything to you, everything has just completely stopped. Yeah. Oh, wait, one of them is dead. Does that mean that one of them is out of... No? no, because the no. one that you guys killed was not. Um, the next up, the one eye is yeah, going to uh, go up and. Um, it's its turn? Yes. Con save. That fails. Okay. Um, it takes three more fire damage. Three more fire damage. It goes up and then. <laughs> okay. Uh, you notice that uh, being on fire, it's furiously trying to produce like tears yeah. to try to take off the fire but the flames even they like feed on the moisture around it it is going to try to slam into you 
<laughs> so disgusting. It, it doesn't. You just it it like it's like can't even barely see. So it like tries to slam into you. Just sidestep it a little it bit. Just like rams into the wall. It's like that didn't feel like a person. Yeah. So uh, with no. that, it, it is going to be Ronis's turn. <laughs> Ronis is once more again. He's going to run out here with his orb staff as he kind of swings it around into the air, and again, that green energy goes forth. And this time, it takes a little extra damage because it is already injured. Okay. Uh, With that, as it reels back from being on fire and from the green cackling energy that like uh, zaps into it, uh, it is Jacob's turn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna flank it with okay. with yeah forkin. forkin, and I'm gonna slash at it with my thief, with my scythe. Okay. Uh, sixteen hit. A sixteen? Yeah. Yes, that will hit. Okay, that's a total of four points of damage. Four points of damage. That's a lot of damage. All right. Oh, Anything else? If not, it is Joey's turn. All right, well, I mean... He's going to kill it again. He's going to kill everything. You are currently, like, within melee, so arrows have disadvantage. Oh, sweet. All right, well, I'm just going to swing my sword swords then. All right, cool. You swing out your two blades. Sword swords. All right. All right. 19. That hits. And then... That hits. 26. That also hits, so both of them hit. Roll. First one is going to be... Oh, right. Whoops. Yeah, my... My my B. What? I'm a terrible person. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the first one is going to be 13 points of damage. And the second one is going to be... 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. So 25 total. Is it dead? <laughs> it is just barely alive as part of the eye has kind of off onto the floor. We won't come back. Um, you know, guys, it's not with that, Matt, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm just, oh, okay. I'm going to so end its life. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end this thing's life. Finish it. Okay, so... Actually, 17... 17, yep, that's going to hit. And then it's going to take nine points of damage. With that, you take your mace, as it still has a bit of that flaming, translucent energy on it, and you just whack, slam it right onto the stone floor. And this time, it shrinks up, shrivels up into a tiny little gray raisin again, as the other one did. Why did the first one explode? With that, that is the end of combat. I'm gonna. Well, that's good. I'm gonna go over to Melvin and inspect him. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can shake Aura. Meanwhile, I'm just gonna (laughs) quietly stab and slice up the little eye pieces, make sure that they're. Yeah, go up and just like. Uh, As you go to do that. um, Oh dang it! uh, Rondis runs over and goes, "No, no, stop." I'll inspect these. Um, okay, so you're going over to... I'm going to cast Identify on Melvin. I, 
identify. Mm-hmm. Okay. This will. Um, I learned that what spells, if any, are currently affecting the creature. Identify. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, you go over to Melvin and you begin casting that. Um, about halfway through your casting, Aura, suddenly everything's changed and like the eyes aren't there anymore and people are like just suddenly switched to different spots and you unfreeze and you see Jiraj shaking you. Um, hi. You alright? We're back. Yeah, I'm fine. Where'd the eyes go? I, we killed them. Oh, cool. They're gone now. Do you see the raisins on the floor? Um, yeah. That's what they're, that, those are the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, correct. They're not actual raisins. They're like big old, they just look like big gray raisins. Well, yeah, that's yeah. why I said All that. the pus has been extracted. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No, 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 no. All right. Um, we should have gone down the manhole. After you finish Sorry, that, um, you get the idea that its gaze is able to freeze. Is it magical those. in nature? Uh, it is magical in nature. Dispel magic. Dispel magic? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let me see. I mean, I just shook. Okay. Take this away from Jacob. Okay. I'm being a useful cleric. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to prepare healing spells to heal somebody who's I, fallen unconscious. I do prepare healing spells, but it won't do you any well if you take. If I only give you three health back and then you take another breath attack. I need you to make me a. Not here. I need you to make me an ability check using your spellcasting ability. So roll a d20 and add your uh, spellcasting bonus. Which for you it would be your yeah, wisdom. wisdom. Is that with proficiency or without? Uh, do you believe that the spellcasting ability is with proficiency? Okay. Twenty-one. As you focus for a moment, you're able to <laughs> dispel the magical aura that was surrounding Melvin. As Melvin, all of a sudden, you everything just shifts and changes, and you unfreeze. And, like, everything has changed around you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, ha! Ah! I was contemplating whether or not I should swing. (laughs) Um, So, with that, you guys uh, see before you um, steps that... um, um, You follow the stream, um, and you... Well, like, you don't necessarily follow, but it's right there, as you can see. Um, You see up ahead, um... The stream trickles into like a little small pool in front of some steps before it goes around uh, and kind of enters back in or keeps going throughout the cave systems. Um, uh, it, the reflection, if it weren't bloodied, it would be very clear, almost clear enough to serve as like a reflection, like a little reflection pool, but now it's currently tinted in a slight red. Um, you notice that the steps lead up to a door a door just placed perfectly inside the wall. Um, it is a very ornate wooden door with like uh, steel hinges, and on it there is a sign that is hanging from one of the doorknobs. 
two doubles. And the sign that you see before you is this. The service under it reads, walk. no admittance, except for official business, no life, no service, undead, unwelcome. Okay. Question. What did we do with the grape thingy things? Um, you look over, and Vrondis is collecting two of them. There's only two of them. What? The other one exploded. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. Spear. You, you said he's collecting two of them. There's only two of them, so he's just collecting both of them. Yes. Yes. It's the same thing. I know, it just yeah. confused me. I'm like, there's more than two? Yeah, so he collects both of them. All right, cool. Do you happen to know what these are? Brandis? I am not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure I've read about these somewhere. Some kind of properties that these types of creatures have. Very well. And you are positive that they will not come back? Unless they are reanimated, which currently I don't have the spells. Very well. Can I walk up to the door? I want to walk up to the door. Yeah, Same. you can walk up to the door. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, Melvin and Forkin. Two double doors Go before the door. I I'm open them. Okay, cool. Uh, you open the door. Um, looking through the doors, you see a spacious gala. Like uh, an art gala? It's, it's lit up. That's my question. You see granite floors uh, whose cleanliness creates a reflection of the room above. There are two twin staircases that dovetail upwards to a behemoth golden set of doors that gem encrusted on each of the doors. To the left and right of the chamber, you see doors leading elsewhere. There are, um, uh, you see against the walls, um, underneath the staircase and to the sides, many bookshelves um, with each book having a beautiful um, steel-plated spine to it. Um, upon each row of the bookshelf, there seems to be a small little gold plaque with some description towards them. Uh, the light, this kind of golden grandeur-like, kind of spreads throughout the, the darkness of the cavern. And instantly you just see Verondis's jaw just kind of drop. Oh, did Verondis come with us? Yeah, y'all are all, like, right there. I was about to say, us two were the only ones walking up there. I see, I, and Gerard. And Gerard. Yeah. 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 Oh, I told you, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, fine. Um, you all... Forkin is just as in awe. Yeah, Vrondis enters, and he immediately goes over to one of the bookshelves. Right behind it. Okay. I'm going uh, up the steps. Uh, okay, we'll all pull out the map for this, then. I'll observe. I mean, taking cautious awareness. So here are the two doors. Here's the door on each side, the twin staircases that lead upward to a very giant behemoth golden door with jewels on each side of it. Uh, let's see here. All right, so these are the bookshelves, and Rondis is going to immediately run over, and I do believe that you are with him. Step. And you are running up the... Steps. The steps. Where are you guys? Um... Um, I'm gonna be like perusing the books. They're books on either side, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna kind of go over to the opposite side. 
Look at some of the books. Mm. I want to see if there's anything on. You should go in that door, Vesk. Or that. I don't door. know. I'm curious. I want to see if there's anything on the on the the Feywild. Is there anything like any imagery on the golden door? Uh, give me one second, guys. Very understandable, because that will determine where I am. All right. So. As you enter into this rather large, um, unexpected uh, surprise of a beautiful room. Wait, um, what language is that? Sorry, what language is that written? Common. It's like common. Oh, okay. I mean, um, okay. You, uh, Vranis, and Four can go over, and you see, and the two over here, as you observe the bookcases, you see among each little shelf, there's a golden plaque. Um, on it reads... Do not touch the great Zal Shox's collection. Touch it, touch it, touch it. Can touch I roll it. history to see if I know what the Zal Shox is? You would have no idea. Uh, I would say the only person who would have any inclination would be Rondis. Oh. I will cast. If he wants to try to run yeah. I'll cast guidance on that. Okay, so that's a d4. <laughs> you should cast guidance on That also kind of sounds. Uh, he's going to use his inspiration. Um, he kind of looks at them and go, Zalshocks. Hmm. We ought to be wary. I do not know this name. That yes, Vassal. somewhat zingies in origin. Would I be able to make an honor check? Sh- sure. I look at Melvin and like, that statement before about not touching anything stands. 18? I'm already up the steps, man. Oh, okay. Nope. Very well. Um, so you, you're running up the stairs, and you see before you um, a large golden set of doors with jewels encrusted along the edges of this door. Okay, before I do anything, I have a really important question. Mm-hmm. Where's our knight, dude? Um, yeah. Do <laughs> uh, y- you want to ask? Has he been doing anything? Do you want to ask like the party? Do you ask that aloud yeah, in yeah. the game? Where's our knight, dude? It seemed that he had disappeared while we were in the room earlier. I fighting he was behind us. I hope he got eaten. Whoops. I don't know. I do not know of his whereabouts. Which room did he? I just know I noticed it before fighting that f- those fl- floating eyes. So he didn't even help us fight the spiders. No. Well, screw him. Well. But we saw him in the room, right? Or, like, Vrondis saw him. Vrondis saw him when y'all first entered that first main area, but when y'all went into the path where she got tangled up, that's when he disappeared. Y'all know where he went. Maybe he got captured. We don't even know. Maybe he's a double agent and we get to kill him. So. Maybe this is all a trap. Uh. (laughs) But that is not what we should worry about at this moment. Maybe not at this moment, but it Deal! Is. I open the door. <laughs> okay, you push against the doors. <clears throat> Jammed in place. Can I go knock on the doors? You want to go up to the door and knock? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, none of us are undead. You knock. Rupert's undead. You can hear Oops. <laughs> faintly an echo. Um, like, there seems to be another side to this. Um, but... It does not bulge. Budge. Yeah. Budge or okay. bulge. Sorry, I was... You want to push on the doors together, Melvin? 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. You push on it. Unmoving. I pull it. <laughs> you pull it. It opens up fine. No. no. <laughs> it's a pull, not a push. Uh, <laughs> um. So with that, uh, you push and both pull. Nothing happens. Am I the only one that finds it somewhat prudent to find our ally? No. I mean, yes. I don't know. He's been gone for at least an hour now. Are there any markings on the door? Mm, It's very ornately carved. Uh, It seems to be a depiction of uh, um, a two fish that are kind of um, on each door. And around each fish. What kind of fish? Um, seems to be... Roll me a nature check. Good job. No. Oh, well, I didn't expect to see you guys here. Seven. <laughs> He's just on the door. Seven? That's not going to be a seven. I forgot that you I did. have. Yeah, I'm on the door now. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. An eight? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just looks like a fish to you. It looks like the fish that y'all saw out there earlier. Whatever that thing is on the bookshelves clearly likes his fish. Those eyes were watching and accounting for that fish, and Omnom ate like two or three of them. Uh, at that moment, you hear a sliding sound as Vrondis opens up one of the books. Rondis, your mother. <laughs> no way. I would have, no, I would not have allowed him to Who, get who's the next fucking to? book. Best, best. I would not have Kill allowed him best. to get the fucking book. Make me a dexterity, a uh, dexterity check. Why would you touch a book? Be Dude, it's knowledge. There, were full, it, there was a room full of pretty stars that ended up being a death trap. So that's that stupid. Would you get? Oh. Be a, 12? Just like, uh, you grab his hand with a, with a book in it, and he looks over, and, and there's like a moment of silence as everyone turns their attention to Vrondis, and just kind of like, everyone's frozen for a moment. I'm pushing Vrondis down. Everyone get the fuck out! And Vrondis, make me a strength check. Natural 20! <laughs> yeah, you just push him to the floor. Um, the book kind of uh, falls against uh, the, the ground, and uh, was, that was uncalled for. He snatches up the book and stands up, and I want to be down the steps. No, at this I'm point. running. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, 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 I'm booked down the steps. After I okay, okay, let me, I'm gone. Let me let me explain what's happening. Okay, as as that happens, there's a small popping noise. As you see, standing on the shelf, a small creature uh, with kind of greenish gray skin. Um, uh, really skinny legs and arms with kind of these long claws, and it has a small mouth and a big staring, one staring eye on where its uh, face is. It's a small little creature, <laughs> and it said, um, uh, Ha! You're gonna regret that! I punch Rondis. No, I'm running out, and I hope that some of you follow. I'm following. I'm, sp- I'm going. I'm making my way to the door, but I'm okay. flailing at that. So you're thing. the first one to get to the door. Yeah. Uh, it opens. 
Beautiful. You just want to keep going? Yeah, I'm bursting out, hope, and I look behind me to see if anyone else is following. We are That's Aura and I, so you've got three behind you. I punch Rondus, not because I know what's going on, but because I was told not to touch anything, and then he got to, so screw that. So you guys are outside the door. <laughs> I'm making... I, I'm booking for the door. Rondus is like... It's better instinct to hit the thing. Nope. 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 Punch Rondus and then run. <laughs> Make an attack against Rondus. I don't want to leave Rondus, but also he touched a book that said Rondus, you better run. That would be a 19. Nope. He deflects it with a shield of blue ore as you go to punch him real quick before you leave, and instead you impact a magical barrier. Good you on him. Leave. I book it. All right, you run. Rondus, you better run. Um, uh, Rondus sits up, situation, dusts off his clothes, and um, y'all aren't here to hear him talk. Y'all no, just we are keep not. running. You're damn right. Yeah. Okay, you guys keep running into the darkness. I want to know what he says, though. Back to where we came. No. I was about to say, I'm following them because thems is my people. How long do y'all want to run until well, y'all just want to keep run, running Let's all go to the, the cave. Back? Let's I, just go to the okay. cave right outside that door. Running out until we get to the outside of the cave. Okay. okay. To I, the pit? What I'm thinking Or not to the pit. No, just no, directly no, no. outside. Right outside. Directly outside, outside but right. like... Stopping. I'm going 30 feet away from the door, or like as far away okay. from the door I can before I have to turn. Got it. All right. I'm going to wait around the corner for Verandas. I'm yeah. going to wait okay. slightly. We're going to go out the door. the door and just sit there. Okay. You all you all are out. You're all outside the door. Matt, you turn back. You see Verandas um, shut the tome, and he hands it over to the creature, and the creature grabs it and flips the pages, looks at it, shuts it, and the creature throws back the book at Vrondis, and the creature begins talking to Vrondis. And Vrondis is just kind of standing there, arms crossed, and Vrondis begins talking to the creature. They just begin having a conversation. And eventually, uh, the Nothic um, pauses for a moment, squints his eye at Vrondis, And then just kind of disappears back into the bookcase as Vrondis begins taking two more books and begins looking, flipping through them. And you see him start spreading out the two books on the ground as he begins reading from the books. I walk in very slowly. I am not moving a step towards that building. Okay. Vrondis, you walk in. Fast. Or sorry, Gerard. Vrondis. Uh, what? the hell were you thinking? I will admit I was tempted very much by that, but at least it wasn't trapped. I didn't think I'd have to worry about you not touching something. Shh! I'm trying to read. This is important. He begins flipping through some more pages. What is it? I'm trying to find out what these things do. And he pulls out the two um, large um, dro drooping uh, like skins of the eyes that y'all defeated earlier. Did your new friend tell you you could take the books with you, or? No, but just to not go any further. So the golden doors are not a good idea to go through? Well, the golden doors are locked. It says that, um, listen, I can just call him again. No, no. That's I'm trying to remember. He, he said, 
Uh, its name was Edelax. It was a Nothic. Um, I think a Nothic. It's just a type of aberration. Anyways, he said to find a key to pursue the golden path. Then you may ask me your question that you long for, or something like that. I don't know. They're very vague and silly creatures, but it is the watcher of this library. It says for us to explore around and have a good time, but I don't think we should do that. As its first words were, you're going to regret that, I thought. I quite honestly thought that you were going to die. Well, nothing, sir. Not much of a threat, but they do like their pranks. Mostly they sit and they wait and they watch. Isn't that right, Edelax? Kind of looks around, scans the bookshelves, and then goes back to reading. I'm going to kind of relax. I'm not going to touch anything, but I'm going to... This kind of back. I'm gonna. Okay. How long do you think you'll be here? Maybe about an hour or two. There seems to be some other subjects that I'm looking towards reading. Did Edelax say if we could touch the other books? I. They don't seem to be trapped. I inspected it before I lifted the book to see if there was some kind of mechanism, but. The ones that I looked at at least don't have any. Did he mention the owner of the books? Um, something about my master. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm too interested in reading this book. If you'll please allow me to continue. Carry on. Begins looking at the book. I walk out to the rest. Um, it appears that everything's all right. Rhondus isn't dead. We're not in any trouble. That spunk, that creature that appeared, its name is Edelax. Ah, I remembered. He said not touch any of the precious art. I think that was about it. Melvin's gonna walk up to Rhondus. Okay. Sign said don't touch anything. Why did you, you punch me? That was very rude. You touched something as if you didn't care about the consequences, but you're not dumb. You would think about the consequences. I did. I thought it was trapped. It was not trapped. You wouldn't willingly spring a trap. You're not stupid enough to do that. You knew nothing would happen. Well, I didn't know that nothing would happen, but I knew that immediately effect wouldn't spring. How? Well, there's this thing called checking for traps that you do, and... That is what I did. There seemed to be no runes underneath these bookshelves. There didn't seem to be some kind of wire or mechanism to release. And yet you willingly endangered the party by grabbing this book. Not caring for not only the immediate consequences, but the long-term You're saying that when you see something that says, do not do this, that you just immediately obey without asking any questions because that is not a sign of intelligence, my friends. I haven't punched any rocks since I was told not to. This is the Underdark, Rondus. Anything and everything could and probably will kill you, so it's very wise to assume that if something says don't touch it, don't touch it. You got lucky this time. Very lucky. I don't understand. I looked through the area. I checked for any traps that could be about it. And when I realized there were none, I took the book off. Can I, I want to walk forward this time. 
It's not about the books. Look at that door. So you want me to ask you next time, is that it? Brutus, or at least tell us. Look at the door. What? And he look, turns and looks. Do you see what images upon that door? Yes, two goldfish. Why? Do you know what kind of fish are in the lake out there? The, the same stream. fish, I assume? The same fish that Omnom ate and eviscerated. Whatever cares for this area cares for those. Why else would the eyes be watching them? Well, it sounds like you're spooked. I'm totally just gonna go. I, I leave now. I'm not coming back in this room. <laughs> and it seems like you're the foolish one. As I leave. Listen. Just. It, just. Gerard, please, just give me an hour. I could find something very useful in you here. You can have all the time you need because you were lucky. I was afraid you were going to die. Barnes, I'm just asking for, please, more caution and perhaps consult us next time. Because. I'm not used, I'm the one that's used to hiring people, okay? I'm not used to But you're part this of this group. Group thing. You may want to get used to it. Because part of being in a group, part of being in a band of travelers, adventurers, fighters, our job, our duty, our bond, is to protect one another. We are one unit, or we're supposed to be. One unit with different purposes. And if one part of that one unit does not do its purpose, the entire unit could fail. I grew up in the military. I know, I know how this works. So please, Rondis, I'm asking you to trust me. I understand curiosity. I understand that you were careful. I only ask that you let us help you. You're not, you're not, you didn't hire us this time. You came with us. You're part of whatever this group is. All I ask is that you trust us. And we will do you the same in return. Black Dragonborn kind of nods a bit. I kind of goes to a softer tone. I do enjoy this. I may think I understand that maybe the smartest thing isn't always the right thing to do. Um, if he's gonna sit there and read for like an hour, I'm gonna look for an animal handling book. Okay, make me an investigation check. And I'm gonna make sure that it's not trapped. Okay, cool. I'm gonna attune to the sword that I picked up. The sword that you picked up? Way earlier in the oh, session. Oh, way earlier? Mm-hmm. The one we Okay. It's gonna take you a short rest. At it's least. about what we're doing. I mean... They're spending like an hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm doing it in the cave, but I'm not going. You're doing it in the cave? Like, outside, within reach of voice so if like trouble happens i can call back but not anywhere if i get a book it i'm okay 
I'm gonna go take Six. a nap. With next to yeah, okay, next to Forkin. Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking in about maybe a third of these are in common in languages that you recognize. The other ones are kind of you're not really sure. You look through and you take your time for the next hour looking through each book and even some again twice, but you don't see anything necessarily. Can I look for like other kinds of books as well, or just no? Um. I just waste my. What time. other book do you want to try to find? Um. Well, if there would be any books on, like, dragons, or, um, drow, or... Okay, make me another investigation check. Okay. I'm trying to think, what else I want to... Heal? Since we're taking a short rest, we use the dice to... Um, unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. You find one that has, along its spine, a picture of a dragon. Uh, you open it up, and it's in common. It's written in common. Um, you begin reading through it the next hour. Um, Vesk, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to go to where uh, we first saw the river, so the room with the ledge. Yeah, the ledge. Um, and I'm going to sit by the river, just put a hand gently in the edge. Okay. A few fish go by. Meditate. Okay. So after about an hour, uh, uh, Rondis kind of sits up and stretches around his uh, neck, scales kind of shifting. Uh, he begins putting the books back, and he takes out one of the small... Uh, he really walks outside of the doors, just, just out on the steps, um, and he puts the one of the eye things, and he goes, um, Melvin, could you hold this for me in that bag of yours? Sure. Uh, he gives you sure. one. And then what the, is it? Uh, it's a wilted eye. And uh, he takes out the other one, and he eats it. <laughs> uh, during the short rest, I'll go ahead and use my natural recovery to recover okay. five spell points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just see Vrondis eat the wilted eye. That's disgusting. Does Melvin bite the one he was given? He's like... I'm gonna put it in the bag as a sh- sign of good faith. <laughs> um, he I goes. So. <laughs> I am understanding that we need to be uh, making decisions as a group, but I, I am just putting this out there. He said that this owner would be gone for quite a while. We could eat. The only thing he said was not to touch the art. So, I'm curious to see what's in the other two doors. Now, that's just me, and I understand that... The gold doors, right there. Well, no, not the gold doors, doors, but the two doors on the side. It is up to the party. We can try to find another path, but exactly, we don't know where this leads. This could be the right path. I personally think that we should go... Wait, you're... Did you walk all the way back? Well, after the short rest, Okay. I have a question. Yes. Was I there when the imp thing-a-thing was talking to you? Like when he said, uh, don't go anywhere else. Would I know that information? Nope. Okay, so, crap. <laughs> but Rondas did explain it. Yeah, he explained what it said. It basically said that not touch the great Zalshox's collection. Um, and that the, Zalsh- the great Zalshox is um, away on a business trip. So he didn't tell us apart. 
So, and then he says, I think we should see what's behind those doors. Okay, let's go. Okay. Yeah. I can't matter this. Okay, let's go behind the door. Borgen, are you coming? If that's where the group is. I can't let you bastards die on me now. <laughs> Alright. But at the first sign of danger, Rondis, I can't promise that we all won't run again. And I will help with that if I can. <laughs> Alright. They'll enter go. back into the, uh, notice the pristine floor, completely clean. Um, and you see the door to the east and the west. I vote east. So from the doorway, I want to go left. I don't know what direction that is. Left would be west. Yeah, that'd be west. Going that way. Melvin's already moving. May as well. No, yeah. I said that's no, where well, I Gerard, want to go. Gerard, you started to go to the he east. He said east. He I east. said west. I'll say, I'll say, um, I'll say, uh, Melvin, we need to make sure that we do this as a group. I wasn't going to open the door. I was just going to We need to decide to first. Open. We need to decide first. Is that what I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what you guys told me to do. That's, that's right. It's all right. It's all right. Don't, I don't. What would you, right. west or east? East. West side. To be perfectly honest, I would much rather go back and try to find our knight, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately... I about those fishes. Given the choice between the two of them, I would much rather go west. West side. All right, west it is. West side. He's just throwing up gang signs, as you guys are saying that. West side. All right, as you go to the west door... And you turn the knob. Um, you notice that as you open the door, it opens into a dark room. And you see... Oh, well, I can't see. Is it medic dark or just regular dark? Uh, it's regular darkness. Okay, I can see it. You I see can't. before you in the room, lying in wait, two eyes flutter open. Close the door. Shut the door immediately. You guys shut the door immediately? Yeah. I, yeah. Ooh, yeah. How quickly can I whip up some paint? To, to, to do a thing. Oh, no. Not, oh. Enough, in, I don't, not enough in time. Okay. What are, you, what are y'all doing? I, I want to shut the door. I wanted to paint like an iron crossbar across the door, because that's a thing I can do. Oh, so we close the door, and then he puts an iron crossbar over the door. I have the... I have yeah, the, yeah, uh, you can try to do that. I have nosers. You, you want to just whip up some iron bars real quick? Yep. Nosers, it's in his bag of holding, though, so it takes him an action. Melvin, that depends on if we're in combat or not, Steven. Well, regardless, it still takes you six seconds to do that. Melvin, take it out, give it to him, got it. All right, you take it out, give it to him, you shut the door, you get it, and you furiously brush brush up to iron, and for a second the paint begins to dry, and you see large iron bars solidify. I love this stuff. I love it already. (laughs) So, maybe we... uh, Maybe we shouldn't have gone that way. To the east, then. East side. <laughs> um, Indeed. I'm going right. to keep my paints up at the ready, just in case I need to... <laughs> no. um, I need to bend a window onto the store first. Oh, that's a good idea. 
Steven, what? I'm gonna paint a little window on the win on the on the on the door so I can see through it. Oh, a little window. Yeah. Okay, you paint a little window, window. <laughs> and you see on the inside those just dark gleaming eyes of a figure in the darkness. No, on the other door. Oh, no. on the other no, door. Door, Not yeah. this door. Oh, very door. smart. Yeah, you put it up. Um, you see um, <laughs> a large hall with pristine trophies of all types hung about on the walls. On the floor, hundreds and hundreds of beautiful carpets, rugs, tapestries of all colors sprawled across the room. Not a grain of dust to be seen on any trophy or rug. The sheer number of patterns woven into them are grander and colorful, making the floor look like a garish nightmare of ornamentation. With the almost psychedelical look of the mismatching floor, paired with the excessive extravagance of every little art piece and item hung from giant swords to shields to glowing uh, boots that are displayed, the room wow. gives off a golden shimmer. I think this one's safe to go into, but, but Rondas, he mentioned an art collection, didn't he? Don't touch the art. Yeah, you see, you saw in the room, on the far side of the hallway, yeah. there's like a long, like marble floors, long hallways with columns lining. No, yeah, that's what outside. I'm talking about. At the very end, there's a few steps up to like a little, uh, like a seating area, and there's a, like, twice the times big as that. It's like six feet uh, across and like five feet up you see the width and length of this beautiful painting, like mesmerizing. It looks, it looks to you even like a portal to another completely different realm. There's gold um, framing along each of the sides of it. I'm a painter. This is like my This dream. is like, it is. Actually, you think you know this exact painting. Okay. It appears that Roll me an intelligence check with advantage. Okay. And you get to add your, um, you get to add your proficiency. With advantage, you said? Yeah. Let's say 22. This is an original uh, Aaron Varus piece dating to the start of the Great War. Its price for the, an original is over 6,000 gold pieces. No, no, Amir Algaris. Got it. Wait, what? Who is it? Aaron Varus. Aaron Varus. Varus, but Amir Varus. It's is a common. It's a common last Elven oh, okay. name. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. It's a common Elven name. Well, this door, this door is safe. Just don't touch anything. And I push it open. You push it open, and the golden light kind of shimmers in through as you see this massive hall. Everything in pristine condition. The rugs freshly vacuumed. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take a seat right here. Forkin's not going in. I'm gonna take a seat right here. I will wait with uh, Melvin, and I'm gonna cast Identify on that sword. I cannot make any promises that I would not touch anything. If I went in that door, I will not go in that door. Okay. Hey, can yeah. I remove this since I've done it, or is it just kind of there? It's it's there. Oops. Um, I made a really pretty window. You did I make a pretty window. A nice, a nice Ornate, you know, those yeah. little thingies running up and through. A little glass pane. Yeah. Yeah. Can you paint the door back, though? Yeah, you can paint the door back. Oh, I'm painting the door back. Good. Okay, you paint the door back. <laughs> um, and the, the paint begins to dry back. and actually physically turn back into just the regular without the window. Um, so like who's entering in the trophy room? <laughs> I'm going in. 
uh, Rondis is going in. Just but like, we're not supposed to touch any of We're not, not supposed stuff. to touch anything. Yes. Touch any art. Is what oh, yeah, so we can touch the rest of the stuff. I don't know. That's what Brondis just says. We're not supposed to touch anything. If you cannot make any promises, do not touch anything in that room. Don't go in the room. That's why Melvin's sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we... As a group, are we are we going or are we not? We I'm this, staying outside. I'm confused. You do if what you, you want. Promise, <coughs> if you promise that you won't touch anything, we'll go in. I will not touch anything. But if I recognize what it is, I will let you all know. Okay. Because we don't know who we're dealing with. We don't are those winged boots? Those are winged boots. <laughs> Alright. Um, uh, have you Matt, walked in yet? You notice that there is a set of. I know you didn't go in. You didn't go in, but you do see a set of of crafted uh, armor that has small ornamentations all across it, um, and it is glowing off a uh, yellowish light around it. Uh, you also notice on, along the walls uh, there is beautiful. There's this beautiful shield that has this intricate spiderweb pattern across it. Um, there's another shield that's golden. Uh, it's an oval type with mini gems and bezeled, uh, any, mini gems inset into it. Um, you see um, what catches your eye, Vesk, is scrawled across one of the walls. You see a very large uh, traditional Zingyi's wind fan, uh, which has pictures of a cherry blossom trees. It's very large. Um, you also see a bunch of masks that line certain parts of the wall. Uh, as well as situated um, on one of the kind of stands, uh, one of the small like mini columns, you see a helm uh, that is most fierce, and there seems to be shadows that kind of billow and froth off of this helm. Um, hey, I don't. I still have my regular paint. Yes. Yeah, you still so have regular paint. How long would it take me to paint a picture of this room? Because I want to remember this room, and I don't want to. I can't. It would paint take it you. Like a brief, like a brief, like a... Like, like a, a brief sketch? No, like... It would take you, like, a good two hours to get... Like, no, okay, we're not doing that. Yeah. I'll just, I'll keep what's in my memory. Yeah, there's just so many things. Like, everywhere you look, it's just so much information that's bombarding you. You're just, like, like, all these colors. Like, you don't even have the colors to... Like, you, you've seen colors in here that you have never seen before. Like, there are colors that you're like, what is that color? Like, that is beautiful. <laughs> I think it would be wise to leave this room because there's I There's too many things that can tempt us all. There's too many things that can, exactly. So I stepped back out of the room. What if we just... No, Vron, What if we just... I'm just asking. What if we were to... Um, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> what if we were to, 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 to magically uh, grab something and just run? No, no. No, what what are you out? I, I'm not saying I'm gonna do that. I'm just trying to say I, they have winged boots in here. Forkin, they have winged boots. And you don't think <laughs> that the rest of us want something in there? I reach in. I didn't even look in there, so I have no idea. And just hold on to something that's in my pocket. Just, okay. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Did you take something? No. Um. It's something very valuable to me. Uh, so you guys are currently at like the threshold of the door. Yeah. I haven't actually entered. Yet. I'm not gonna go in because holy crap. Yeah, no. It's beautiful, but I also don't want to die. Okay, let's let's 
Let's academically assess this situation. It, what's the worst thing that could happen? Death. We die. Wait, you just, what do you mean you die? Like, explain it. What What type of spell be, affects when we enter this room? There could be, not, not entering the room, but there are some spells, so there are some things in the natural world that are more dangerous than spells. Temptation, for example. Sometimes it wouldn't be a spell that kills you. You've heard this term, curiosity killed the cat? But, yeah, yes, I've heard that. We could but, all be cats in this situation. Okay, but... We are all cats. Lessons from Gerard. But look, I mean, Melvin, Melvin, look at that axe! That no, looks no, cool, no, right? No, I'm not Melvin. looking inside. Don't look at the axe. Look at the axe! That looks cool, I mean... It's, it's amazing. This. I just begin locking out the door. I'm going back out into the cave. I was about to say, this I'm was a mistake. over here. Oh, wait a second. Oh, okay. okay, so I'm going to shut the door. I'm going to be like, Rondis. Those, the, I... How much gold do you have right now? It's not worth it. It's not worth it, Rondis. All the things you want to kill that drow, do you not? Yeah. Do you think you can do that with what you're wearing right now? No. We'll figure it out. What about the stuff in there? Those magical items and artifacts, uh, just, no, give me this. I, just, let's take an hour, I will, I will, I will, I will just check out all the things. I won't step in, I'll just look and, and maybe read some of the tomes and books that I have with me. And if there's, and I can read you what they are possibly. Is he possibly. outside of the door right now? What? Like, is he, like, right over here? He's, like, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, I grab him. Uh, make me, uh, to hit, uh, unarmed attack. Why would it be unarmed? I believe, it would be, uh, okay, yeah. I believe yeah. it would be athletics, but it can be either way. Either way. Or athletics. It's the same it's bonus the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. 11. 11. No. He's yeah. able to yeah. sidestep that, get that and go, Melvin, why I do not like when you try to grab me and knock me down? You are I testing my temper. To knock you down. Please don't try to grab me again. If you do, there will be consequences. Do not try. I'm trying to be part of this group here. We understand this. You scale dense motherfucker. But burn. <laughs> and he takes a one d four burn damage. Not. <laughs> <laughs> we all have something beyond this place that we want to accomplish. So you just want to walk away? Are you? Okay, fine. If you want to walk away, we can do that. But I thought we were adventurers. I thought we were to plunder things. Sometimes adventure, adventuring. You're being ruled by fear. Okay, okay, okay. Question, though. Question. Um, the dude's not coming back. Exactly. The dude's going to be gone for a while. And by the time he finds us, we will be very powerful with all the things that are in this room. <laughs> You're that assuming a lot of things. So... Or I'm with you on this. There, there's also a dead bolt on the door. A giant metal bolt on the door with the giant... So, I mean, technically... Look, I can take care of that as we're leaving. Brandis. Speak to whoever you spoke to before. If you so desire anything in that room, and if they say it's fine and are willing to put a price on it for their master, then that is fine. But for now, uh, 
the point still stands that I, nor Forkin, nor Melvin, nor Gerard, as far as I know, want anything to do with anything that is in that room. Okay, I understand. You. I think you're being really cool. Guys. Be with the group. Work with the group. Work with the group, Verandas. I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. Sure, let's let's leave. <clears throat> I mean, what's the worst that can happen, guys? We faced a dragon. There are four dangerous things in this world, than a dragon. <laughs> and I went unconscious again. I would prefer to stay alive. You're squishy. You. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you guys I'm see. I'm gonna step between Vesk and Aura. Uh, let's see here. Aura, you notice that uh, that out from underneath his robes, Trinicus, his little pseudo dragon, kind of slips into the room. What's your dragon doing? You don't see that. I just said Aura saw it. Uh, he goes to open the door of the room. We faced a demi-lich, and we survived. We killed a dragon. We didn't face the demi-lich. The demi-lich, the demi-lich he shuts it. That it. He was shuts it. Fine. We were in the to presence. live. I'm, oh, I'm walking down the hall. I'm going back. Okay. Uh, if the pseudo... Okay, I'm watching the pseudo-dragon. I'm seeing if he's going to take anything. Uh, Vranis, like, sees your gaze, and he's just like, All right, Aura, we're defeated. Let's go. Make sure he's pseudo dragon. I just want it. to. If the pseudo dragon takes something, I'm taking something too. Let's go. <laughs> uh, like, he, he begins walking out with you, Forkin. He begins walking something. out with you. This is especially hard for you to resist. Uh, he walks out. It's treasure. Did, did that I'll one see away. the pseudo dragon go back? Nope. Did he take anything? Did the pseudo- I was paying attention. No. He opened the door, the pseudo dragon slipped in, and then he shut it. And he shut it? And then he just walked off with, with the rest of them. But, but, I, I stop mean, him, and I'm like, are you taking something? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. I'm he winks at you. To that. He wait, he what? Wait. I'm gonna turn around to that. I mean, yeah. He goes, I thought we were leaving. Now we're turning around. What are we doing? Make up your mind. Oh, what are you talking about? Uh, he looks at you, and he gives you a look. Zone of truth. Aura, what are you <laughs> Just literally ran screaming out of the room. Not handle the pressure. I'm So you cast Aura of Truth. Zone of Truth. Oh, Zone of Truth. Frick. So everyone that. Well, technically it'd be Aura of Truth at this moment. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Bondis uh, would uh, also uh, need charisma save. I'm pretty sure yeah, that the rest of us are going to fail. I know he, he's going to make it. I have nothing okay, to fight. I mean, he's going to roll. Exactly. Yeah, that, that makes speaking, it. Speaking as a player. Wait, what exactly is the same? We okay. fought a bunch of spider crustacean things, and then we fought three it's eyes. Your, I know. We get to a library. Okay, what's the same? It is a 15. Yep, he just passes yeah, with a 15. Like, I was I don't just pass. covered in spider webs and dragged for nothing. Actually, it's a 14. I'm going to say. I need you to... I broke my wrist! 
I deserve treasure. Roll a four, roll <laughs> a charisma save. save. You have to meet a fourteen. <laughs> Wait, what's your charisma? <laughs> saving throws. I think she has Ooh, a plus one. Plus two. Maybe? Oh, plus two. <clears throat> oh shit! Oh! High five. Boom! So you just see us get like super serious. <laughs> Ron is just like. He goes from his like arms being folded to like him just kind of like relaxing. You a bit. understand what I cast. I do not care if you are under the spell. What I want to know is, did you go into that room and take something? I, I, I you've been seeing me this whole time. I've been right here. I can cast spells, and so can you, wizard. Now, what is going on? <laughs> We're like a big dis- dysfunctional family. We're leaving. And and he looks at you and goes, Let's leave this place. If anything comes after us to harm or hurt, no matter how far into the future, your head will be upon my flail. Do you think... How how would that in it Exactly. <laughs> he will force it upon there. And I he, will be there he, to aid him. Aura, use your imagination. Uh he he looks at you, both Vesk and Fork, and goes, mm, I don't like this party business. And he uh you see him um uh uh, kind of tap the side of his robe and a small red pseudo-dragon crawls out and it curls around his neck. Let's go. And I cannot for foolishness. I broke you say? my ribs for nothing. I cannot for foolishness. This is bad. Okay. We are all going to regret this. And he begins walking out with the rest of the party. I'm yeah, okay I with kinda, that. No, okay, hold up. I'm gonna repaint. I'm gonna. I'm gonna repaint the door that I painted bars on to. Okay. And then I'm gonna run out and shut the door. <laughs> okay. I'm still in the room. Okay. In the zone of truth, with my natural twenty charisma. Yeah. Aura, I grab her. Here's the thing, Frondis. I would love to loot the crap out of that room. Oh. Absolutely, I would love to loot that room, by all means. But also. I don't want to die. I don't, someone do you think I want to die? die. I will talk with Edelax. Talk you can with Edelax. Uh, so he goes over. Uh, well, Vrondis first looks at you, Forkin, and says, Can I go talk to this nothing, or do you want me to stay in this little zone? Go do what you want to do. No, I do not do what I want to do. I do I've what already, the party wants to do, apparently. I've already told you. He walks over towards the Nothic. The Nothic appears, and you can hear the conversation. The Nothic goes, My, 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 my. You guys talk so loudly. What do you want? Bronze just kind of looks at you, Vesk. We... I need you to be more certain about the dangers of this room. Hmm. Well, the great Zalchox, my master, owns the abode, and he has collected many things and unique rarities. Every now and then adventurers come in and like to take things. Well, he doesn't very much like that. 
No one would. But I will say it is fun seeing the ones who get away get away. <laughs> can we pull him, can I pull him into the zone of truth and ask him, like... They have to be there when it's cast, I do believe. Nope. Or it's no. when they enter. Oh, it's, it's when, when they enter. enter. I'm going to pull him into the zone of truth. Uh, you pull him down from the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. I don't like being pulled. It's comfy down here. It's okay. <laughs> Make me a persuasion check. I don't like being pulled. Oh, okay. Um, persuasion, unnatural 20. Yeah, he kind of looks at you and goes, I see many things and I hear many things. But I also listen. And he begins walking into the zone of truth. Charisma save. Um, okay, he walks in. And okay. he goes, I do not see anything different about here. The forest floor is still clean. What? Oh, I have some questions for you. Hmm. Um, so, what comes after the adventurers who take treasure out of the room? I only see and watch what's in here. I do not go beyond. My master, I watch for him and tell him many funny stories. What is your master? The great Zalshox is a mighty thing to behold. Its eyes go blinking in the dark. They bend low to the floor, examining the little beetle. And they raise high above its head to the future. What exactly is he? I'm getting there. The jewels of its crown are held by long, smooth tendrils. Any man a beetle in comparison cloaked in smooth gray and brown. It needs no camouflage down here. No, seated on its throne, a blue knight stares into the souls of all the creatures beneath it. And any creature that looks into that knight knows not only the present, but the future and all its history. There is truth. That is found by that blue knight. Truth! Is he in the room over there? Or what's in that room over there? Oh, that is where he keeps his pets. There are many layers. Ooh, ooh, sometimes he brings people in and says, if you can make it to the bottom of the ten layers of my pets, then a reward you will find. Ooh. It's a challenge. I've never seen anyone make it past the third floor. Yeah, you're not doing that. I, I seriously contemplate repainting the bars. <laughs> Find the key to them. That's not what I asked. What is back there? I should not say. But you will. It is as most. He kind of looks nervous now, realizing that he's probably saying too much. It's his most treasured collection. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Oh, but I, uh, So that is but a lure. A lure? Gestures to the treasure, the gallery. Um, no, it is, it is the, the trophy room. Then what? Where is this key? The key? You have to find it. Where can I find it? It's in the gelatinous cube. Cube. He's in the zone of truth. He has to see it. It, it, 
sequence as well. It cleans up the floors. I've said too much. <laughs> and he begins cl- crawling away. Uh, make me uh, unarmed attack. Or no, athletics check because you're trying to grapple onto grapple it. A check, you say? No, just a yeah, athletics check. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Ooh, that is going to be a close one. I have to look that up because. Um, um, so we're looking for the gelatinous cube that is a vacuum cleaner, and we're trying to find a key within. Yes. Is its name Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Roomba. It just comes out just like, oh my gosh. Its name is Abmor. <laughs> did anyone catch what the key is for? The key is for opening the golden doors. Ah, okay. uh, it's able to slip away from your grasp as it crawls up to the bookshelf and just disappears. Right. Looks like all we need is to make a mess. I'm going to come back later. I'm going in. When I'm stronger. Wait, you're going in? <coughs> I'm going in. Okay. I'm saying this out loud. Oh. I'm going in because Brondis is right. Um, actually, you can stay. We're oh, nice. strong. We're strong now. We've done a lot. But we could be stronger. That's, that's your goal, isn't it? I've been making some of the decisions, most of the decisions lately, and therefore, I will go in, I will grab something that I seem, that I think is worthwhile, and I will leave. Wait, if I'm killed, that's my business. Wait. I need the rest of you to do something for me. First of all, If what we think is going to come to pass is going to come to pass, I need you to complete my quest. Kill that masked drop. And then I need you to go to the Feywild. Find my people. I've researched about the Feywild. I might know a way to get us in. There are people there who need to know my fate. First of all, my sister, Varlis. Tell her that. Tell her that I never stop thinking about her. Tell her that I love her. Tell Makar, a vanguard warrior. Uh, Vrondis taps you on the shoulder. What? He just kind of puts his hand on your shoulder, mm-hmm. and you hear in your brain, "Be careful. Do you really want to say all this out loud?" Well, I'm not gonna. I mean, if they don't, if I if, if I don't tell them, they're not gonna know, and I'm gonna die, and they're not gonna be able. To you can me. tell me in here. I'll keep it safe. Okay. Do you tell him? So wait, can everyone hear this, or just him? It's just him. Just him. Just okay. Him. So I'm speaking to Rondas now. Yeah. In his in my head, Makar, tell him that his best friend's soul will always be with him. You can you can just tell me later. Oh yeah, that's the whole point of this. I got you. I got yeah. you. I got you. No. After a while, there's a Sorry. bit of silence between them, and Vronis lowers his hand. Okay. Okay. I. Um. So, are we gonna do anything about the key that we just found out where it is, or are no. we just gonna snatch something not yet. from the thing? Or not, not yet. Not. So wait a second. Gerard has finished talking. Yeah. All of you, go into the cave. Be prepared to run. Should anything happen, don't wait for me. But if you see me step out of those doors, 
then it's safe to go in. I will not leave you. I'm, not I'm asking you to leave me, please. I think we should respect his decision. My fate is my own. Exactly. I don't respect people's decisions very often. Respect this one, please. Your friend needs you. Okay. I open the door. Okay. I walk in. Is there a bow? Uh, first of all, there bronze is going to back up. Yeah. Okay. So the question is, um, you step into the room, right? Yep. And don't touch any art. I'm not gonna touch any paintings or sculptures. Roll me a dexterity saving throw, real oh, quick. Great. Okay. Well. That's a natural twenty, Stephen. Okay. If we're if we're adding the thing, it's a twenty. Then. Okay. You guys go out into the cave. No. Okay. Who I is would... who is in the cave? I. Is anyone in the cave? I'm not in the cave. Okay. I'm right here. So everyone's out outside the door. <laughs> All right. So. Just Fine. completely ignore what the man asked. Um, yeah, pretty much. So you're outside the door. He shuts. Um, Rondus, you go in. You guys hear a... Did Rondus go in too? No, 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 no. no. It was just Gerard. Uh, Gerard, uh, you go in. Mm -hmm. um, you step on the first rug, and it's a pit trap in the floor. You're able okay. to dodge out of the way as the rug falls in. You see a pit trap. The second rug that you land on begins to wiggle a little bit. And you notice that on each of the corners, it's pinned down. It's a magical rock. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to step some... Is there anywhere there isn't a rug? Did we nope, just watch rugs. him almost get pit trapped? Nope, you don't. You guys don't see anything. Because right, yeah. the window the was painted over. Oh, we closed the door? Yeah, yeah we closed the door. It is currently wiggling. Very soft fabric underneath you. Do you want to unpin it? I mean, I kind of do. Okay. Uh, screw it. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. die. Vron is no. You unpin it, and it floats you high into the air and drops you down and makes a nice little cushion for you as it glides you through the room. And it's little. It's little tuft at the end, kind of gives you a little slap on the face, <laughs> and it glides you over to the trophies. And it and it's large enough where each trophy you take down, there's just a little spot for it to go. Huh. Uh, you guys, um, it's been three minutes, by you the way. Laugh. You open the it's door. It's been three minutes. Yeah. yeah I you in. you open the door, yeah. sprint in, and you see him coming towards you, uh, floating on a carpet, with tons of magical items inside <gasps> the carpet. Uh, can I jump on the carpet with him? You can jump on the carpet. Yay. It is what it is. <laughs> I go take that armor then. If we're taking stuff, I'm taking that the armor. The armor's already in the carpet. Oh, <laughs> I got stuff. Hey, I got stuff, guys. He's sealed. <laughs> I look around the room and yell, I hope you are entertained. I think you're talking to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I probably am, but it's fine. We're in the underdog. There's got to be somebody listening. Uh, you guys hear a... As you see a vacuum gelatinous cube kind of wiggle its way around one of the staircases as it picks up. Uh, <laughs> 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 Roll 
Oh god, it bolt. Get it! Get it, Morgan! It picks up some dirt I on the ground. I must ask. Is that a surprise attack? It is a surprise attack. Yes! Yes! <laughs> it's also got Our party is so... So... Oh my gosh. It said find the key. I found the key. You see in the gelatinous cube, along with a bunch of other um, uh, skulls and bones and uh, pickaxes and old hats Uh, and shoes, uh, you see a golden key. 18, yeah. (laughs) Remember, it's got six. Oh my, there's some good rolls in that. Dead guys. 16 radiant damage. Uh, it parts of it, chunks of it splatter um, all across the floor. And you just get the feeling as it kind of shrugs around that it's like. <sighs> and you see um, part of the part that exploded, there's a small golden key that. Sh- starting to come back? No, it. Uh, the golden key scrapes across the floor like at the feet of you guys. I'm gonna run over. Oh, okay. I'll just pick it up. There's a very large golden key in your hand. I'm thinking, okay, uh, Louis, we've come this far. all of you. And as you make your way up Let's to the staircase the to open the door, that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Cool. All right. Well, that is it, guys. Thank you so much for watching that crazy, crazy mess of an adventure. Um, wow, epi- episode 10. Guys, episode 10. Um, we will see you guys next week. Have an amazing week. And yeah, we'll see we you guys. Call me Aladdin, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's session. As always, I'm your host, Stephen Baggett, and we'll see you in our next adventure.